0: we
1: Right, Thank you, Darts. It is Friday night in Phoenix, and you're listening to the Absolute Geek Podcast. I am Matt.
2: I'm
3: Kyle. I'm Brian. I'm Dakota.
1: That's right. And tonight with us, we have a very special guest from the Comic Chronicles podcast. We have Dakota. Thanks for joining us tonight, Dakota.
3: Woo! No problem, guys. Uh, we, I think you've probably put it up. Yeah, I put it up there. Is, I'm from the Megacast. And uh it was ah, a fun right. time with you guys.
1: Yeah, <laughs> the it was mega a blast. Cast. Yeah, forgot about the mega cast.
3: You forgot about the mega cast? How would you forget about the mega cast?
1: Because it's that been, was a fun day. It's been a, such a long time since that. Fair with enough. with Comic Con and everything else, it's been it's been a long time since the mega cast.
3: Yeah, you lucky yeah, assholes. I, I couldn't go to Comic Con this year. I was really disappointed.
2: Uh, don't don't feel too bad. No, No. Uh, it wasn't that cool, man. It was yeah. You didn't
0: miss. You didn't miss too much, except just hanging out with cool people. But other than that, you didn't miss
2: yeah. A lot. Other than just hanging out with people, you didn't. It, you didn't miss anything. Fair enough. All right, that's disappointing to hear. It is. It was really disappointing to be there. Um. Hey, now. I come mean, on. it wasn't that bad. Other other than a few things, it was really shitty. But the few things that did happen made it really good. So the con floor and all the vendors uh, was just really um, on such a low level that it brings the whole con, the whole con experience down. Damn. Yeah. There wasn't very many comic vendors at all.
3: Oh, quick question. Since I'm the guest. Can I cuss on the show?
1: <laughs> yes, you can.
3: All right, cool. You
1: should you should watch our show sometime, Dakota.
3: <laughs> I do watch. It's just that sometimes it's like one of those of well, you can this time, you can't that time. I don't know. Like I want to listen to Neil Adams' interview. By the way, on this one. You like it? Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: You know, it's funny. Um, I ran into uh another guy that um listens to the show and. Uh, I had asked him if he heard the interview yet, and he's like, "No, nah, I haven't heard the whole thing." I'm like, "Why not, man? Fucking, it's really good." Mm-hmm. And then he fucking watched. He he listened to it, and he and he called me. He's like, "Yeah, man, it was really really good interview." And he said the the one thing that I think a lot of people are thinking. He said, "I just wish you guys were able to go a bit longer." So mm-hmm. hopefully we'll we might end up you know being able to. Continue that interview sometime
1: after our discussion yeah. today, Kyle. That's one person I've got to reach out to too. Is is his wife to get that second interview set up?
2: Yeah, we'll just finish the first one well, and, <laughs> and and send her a link to the uh, to the interview on YouTube. It'd be a continuation, yeah.
1: I
3: guess, of sorts. Part two. I dig that. I really. I I've learned though. Is the fun part is that people are picky as hell. They're like we want more content i'm like cool okay here's an hour long interview or sometimes an hour and a half long interview like on the comic chronicle podcast and i go in and give it to people like it's too long what the hell do you want
2: (laughs)
0: we've just learned that if we're just gonna go we're gonna make a show we're gonna have fun if it's one hour three hours we're just gonna have fun
3: it's true it's true that's the way to do it that's the point of it that's that's the big point of why we do what we do is because of we've turned it to have fun. And yeah, there's a little bit of, at least mine, there's a little bit of business stuff to it. But still, it's fun. It's fun to do. It's fun to reach out to fans. It's fun to go behind the scenes with comics. Like Our big, like our last one that I did was Ron Mars. And you guys knew who Ron Mars is? I'm not yeah. familiar with him. <laughs> Damn it. He <laughs> created uh, Kyle Rayner Green Lantern.
2: Big uh, Green Lantern writer.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah. And he did a poll load of that and Batman and Aliens crossover, Marvel versus DC. And it's fun to like be able to go behind the scenes and give people that. Like that one, they're like, here's an hour long interview, and it's fine. But beforehand, and it's fun to do. Like that's why I like doing the podcast. It's why I, like, I want to say thank you guys for bringing me on to this one.
1: No problem. Yeah, absolutely. We're always happy to have other Phoenix based podcasts on with us. So, um, because you're new to our show, why don't you go ahead and explain to our audience a little bit about what your podcast is about, what you kind of do, and <laughs> and stuff like that.
3: Yeah, uh, so the Comic Chronicle podcast is a show where I give the listeners, and sometimes viewers, depending on what we can do, is give them the behind the scenes of comics. I go in and I interview these people from all over, Marvel, DC, uh, India as well. I love giving indie comics and, uh, and r- artists, writers, all of them, a shout out, because they really deserve it. And I go out, get these interviews with these guys and gals that go into their lives and into their work and bring it to everybody. So on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, it's what I do, and it's fun. It's a really good time. I bring on friends of mine from different places. Like, I sometimes I bring on a video game guy or gal. And, like, I brought in my buddy from Star Wars. He's been on there. People from Beyond Justice. Uh, big people from Marvel. Big people from DC. And what I like to do is to be able to give people that behind the scenes of comics. Like, that's the whole point of it.
1: Now, do you go out and search, um, for who you want to feature next or do they come to you and see like, do you get the anonymous uh-huh. random email of like, Hey, I want to push this, this, and this, put me on your show.
3: It depends. Like in Marvel DC ones, it's a lot of times I reach out to them, but indie comic writers and artists, a weekly thing. I get people on the weekly saying, Hey, like I'm going to talk with one right now. We're doing some stuff. Um, to help promote their their upcoming kickstarters and whatnot too, because I love helping out those folks. Like they come contact me, and then I go out there and contact or it's friends of mine. Like hey, like there's this gal from Young Justice. I don't want to spoil it, but her, the name rhymes with Bartimus. The a voice actress. So <laughs> yeah, to say the least, I really fun gave it away. But we've been working with her to try to get her on the show and whatnot too, because but different buddy of mine who plays the shocker Dave B Mitchell. He's like hey. She wants to come on to your show. And I'm like, what the shit? <laughs> you never know what's going to happen with it. So, yeah, it just depends. So who are
0: some of the people that you've gotten to interview then? Oh, God. Uh, I, I, I mean, I've seen a lot of them. But for the people that haven't heard, like, who who are some of them? And what do you think your, your most interesting one was and the most surprising one was?
3: Oh, son of a bitch. That's tough. Because there's been a lot of good people. <sighs> oh shit! I mean, I've had people on. I've had Dave B. Mitchell from the uh, Spider-Man PS4 game, played the Shocker. I've had Mister Negative from the Spider-Man PS4 game on there. Steve O'Yan. he's a good friend of mine. I'm actually looking at it right now. I think that was the most surprising one because we hit it off so well. Is because he we like both film workers stuff like that. Because I bring in the, when I talk to film folks, we relate on that level of like. Yeah, the film world sucks to work in, but we love it. We love the torture. It's like our own PDSM. What do
2: you do? What do you do in the film world?
3: Um, what I do is, I'm uh, I work in film here in Arizona and sometimes out of state stuff. I work with them online. Is I do writing, directing, assistant directing, cinematography, photography, and acting, and also you set are a mind. jack of all movie trades. Yeah, you ain't a kidding, man. Those bags leave my eyes, fucking say it. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: But how much fun! I mean, just the just the exposure and the just the different level of. Every, I mean, you get to look at it from every angle, which is a lot of people don't get to. So, doing that, what is your favorite angle to be in? Is it is it as it acting or is it being the director? Is it or does it depend on the role, the place, the movie, or what? What have it you found? The most-
3: what it is, it really depends because I look at it as if you're in the film world and especially in the comics world, is us creatives and freaks got to stick together. And so I always say that. And when I go in on a film set, and recently I did a theater project um, with Broby Theater, that was like a whole 3 month on combat training of crazy shit. Um, Doing all that jazz is I take a look, and I like the crew side a lot because I like to build, and I like to create one out too. But then as I've slowly learned acting-wise, is you can do the same with that. So I think I like... They're really tough fucking questions. (laughs) Because I really like like acting. But I don't want to... We really really like to give the hard-hitting questions on this show. Yeah,
2: apparently. Uh, uh, (laughs) Just put...
3: Damn it. I really like the acting. I really do. And it's fun to do that. But I like doing the crew jobs. Because you see really more behind the scenes. And yes, the stress level is from here to here. Have you ever been a caterer? Huh?
0: Have you ever been the caterer?
3: No. God, no. Crafty? God, No. (laughs) Oh, I'd cry. I'd be like, "Oh, I've been a PA once. That's one. I've been a production assistant once. Never again. <laughs> no."
0: So you said you did three months of combat training.
3: Yeah, about two or three months. Mm, so
0: what, yeah. what did you do? Where did you learn? What did you like? What did it do to help your role? Like what?
3: Uh, it was for the theater production because it was a sequel to Robin Hood, but '90s punk thing, and so That's it was cool. a lot of staff training and sword training and then hand-to-hand combat takedowns and whatnot like there's one scene in there where uh, the audience members were always like holy shit because girl has me pinned down i do two elbows to her stomach grab her shoulder punch her in the chest grab her other shoulder punch her in the stomach grab her head slam it to my knee grab her head again head slam, takes a knife out, disarms her, throw, and then grab her head, slam it on a flat surface, shows on the ground, punch her, kick her, then pick her up. And so it's like, that really helped out with the combat role and the tech I wouldn't be able to get away with that in movies. Be like, He's a woman abuser. No, no. <laughs> um, it really helped in the sense of like, you can take that knowledge and take it anywhere, especially as a guy who's played a lot of soldier roles as myself, is you can take it and put it in any roles you want to or in your everyday life because we learned how to do the regular training. We learned then how to do the stage combat training. So it's just fun stuff to do and to be able to like use a staff and a bow, or not a bow, a staff and a sword and be like, I don't know how to do this shit. Fuck you. <laughs> just be able to go to town on people. It's kind of fun.
0: That's cool. I mean, you took the time. Like, I mean, that, is that something you had to pay for or was that, was that uh, the coolness of being part of the... Cast and being part of the production.
3: It was the coolness of being part of the cast, but it was a lot of work. Like I lost like fifteen pounds, I think during that production. So they're right. with that. Nice. So I was like,
0: oh, maybe I need to go do some combat training. Right? <laughs>
3: <laughs> but it's, it's like all you need to do is work a sword. Then again, most get work. I think I we can, can all sword. work a sword. Yeah. So I think we can all work a pole. <laughs> As an ex stripper, I'll agree. <laughs> so did
1: you? So what? Oh, go ahead, Kyle. Go for it. No, nope. this is all you. This is all you. You're directing this this interview. You're directing this opus.
0: So you going back to the comic thing, like, so you've had a lot of different comic people, writers, artists on your show.
3: Yeah.
0: Who who what what who are the top three that you had on that you? Th- that are your top three, and why are they your top three? And out of those top three, which one surprised you the most? Back to that question, because back we, to
3: that question, yeah, back to that one. I still we, jump, we
0: jumped over that and went on to other cool stuff.
3: It's true, the film world, man, it's fun. I think the most surprising one was Stephen O. Young, and close behind it's David B. Mitchell. On how just we hit it off, like I was, I was saying before I moved on, was. I'm looking at it right now, like, we hit it off so well. He's like, I need your address. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and he's like, I need it. send it to my agent. I'm like, okay. And I sent it to him. I, I, I gave it to him. And in the mail, like, two weeks later, he gave me the Spider-Man PS4, like, pop figure for Mr. Negative signed. And he gave me a note saying, thanks for the great interview, and signed it. And I'm like, what the shit? That's <laughs> like, awesome. That's surprise. No, yeah, awesome. I'm like, I'm looking at it right now and it's really dope. And I'll see it on the store and be like, I know that guy. And we hit each other up and talk every now and then. Um, and then behind that one is the top three, because my first big interview I did was with Cameron Bowen, uh, Cameron Bowen. And he played uh, Robin in seasons two and in the latest one for Young Justice. And he's a dear friend of mine, and he, I say that one is the most because that one got me, him talking about it. This was back when, before it was a, the show wasn't as big as it is now and all that jazz. Because he showed me, and he talked about it, and made me feel for it. And after the show, and him and I talked about it on the recent time he was brought back on the show and talking about season three of Young Justice, was he went in and told me, about the film world and he told me about what it's like and the family of it and everything like that. And so right after I went to voiceover classes here in Phoenix, my goddamn teacher was Belma and Scooby-Doo. And so like, he really kickstarted my career in film and to get where I am today with everything and really, really pursue it. And actually like be able to chase the dreams and actually being able to do what you love. So that one I think is definitely my number one. Even though I've talked to big people on there before, Cameron really showed it to me. He loves that with a passion. Like, him, we got a we got a lunch date planned for whenever in LA, but without him, I'm not here. So that's the thing. I'm not here, and I'm not anywhere where I'm where I am now. Um, I think people. It's really tough. Like it's really tough because I've had I've had really like Shannon McGuire. I've had her on, and she was a recent Spider Gwen artist or Sp- Spider Gwen writer, and we talked about what it's like being a woman in comics. So to female viewers and listeners out there, i wanted to really conquer that because the world of being a female writer, artist or stuff like that in comics is so fucked and we have really no idea about it.
2: See, like, is, it is it fucked or is, is it getting better? It's getting better. Jeez. I mean, because there's a lot of i mean, there's a lot of female creators that are top of the bar right now that are getting a lot of credit. So I kind of I kind of hear that I, I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to that because did you post did you interview her is that what you said
3: Yeah oh yeah this one was a few weeks ago um,
2: Yeah I'd like to hear that uh, give give a little uh, here and there about what she said about it
3: She was uh, her best quote from it was she's like I never knew becoming a comic book writer that my work would be determined about my weight or by her weight So it's like interesting because, because it is not the business that does it but it's the fans the fans themselves you the thing she said in there that she gets told on a daily basis on a weekly basis on a monthly basis like in the business she wasn't saying that it was coming from them it was coming from the fans so you got even though she's really fucking good but people are like you're a fat bitch you're you don't know what you're talking about you suck dick to get here all this crazy shit like that is what she tells me and She's like, it's tough doing it. And so there's a little bit of that and being able to go out there and put yourself out there and having to put yourself out there, like on Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that, and be like, hey, this is what life is like. And it's fun. She gets to do what she loves. She's a uh, book writer, too. But that's a little bit of what life is like. Like, it's really worth it, <laughs> especially if you are a, a female listener or in between whatever you want to be and, and or watcher, and you want to know what it's like, man, she really tells it. She really No fucking holdbacks Which is what we do on the show We have no holdbacks Like Tony Isabella told us what it was like um, You guys know who Tony Isabella is, right? Uh, yeah,
2: old school artist Or creator
3: Yeah, old school creator He's the creator of Black Lightning Yeah, I had him on the show a while back And him and I talk every now and then And um, he told me what it was like With him And he could have like just been like, oh yeah, 100% comics But I like to go on, on the lives and whatnot too like he was in black uh, equal rights protest. He's like, he's like, I got trampled by a horse.
2: You know, it like, was you know interesting real quick, not to, sorry to interrupt, but on I mean, the black lightning thing yeah. in the Neil Adams interview, he kind of talked shit about that. Did you guys catch that? Mm-hmm. Where he said, I don't want a black, uh, superhero. That's, you know, some gangbanger that's been zapped by lightning. I like, yeah. that was like, whoa, that was pretty crazy. Like, damn, that was a fucking
3: dig at somebody. That was probably a dig at Tony because he gets shitted on a lot, but I do love him. Like, it, it, there's stuff that I, that I get told through emails and phone calls and stuff like that that I wish I could go out and talk about. But it's to say that there is hatred for some people in the business. You can, you can
0: talk about it here. Nobody's listening.
3: You can, you can <laughs> comics TMZ, dude. No, it's good. Yeah. No,
2: it's,
3: let's, no, let's do good. comics no, I mean TMZ like that. right now. good.
2: <laughs> like like Stranko. Stranko will fucking tell you a, a a nice juicy nugget every time you talk to him.
3: Oh yeah. See, my thing is like I do like talking about it. Like off my gum, say some shit. But there's also some stuff is. One, I like having a career. Two, yeah. is is the respect for people and like that. So, but man, I don't know. Like those, those are just some of them. I, it's weird. It's
2: really so. so this is kind stuff. of a perf- a perfect uh, segue into uh, the Rob Liefeld stuff that's going on, right? We're talking oh. about crazy shit that's going on in comics. Yeah, this fucking Rob Liefeld stuff is balls to the wall, nuts. Key, I personally
3: I just saw that today too. I was in the middle of like a no AC workplace at a zoo here, assholes. But um, and I saw that, and I was like, what the shit?
2: <laughs> Kyle and I are twinsies. <laughs> dude, I think he's losing it. I think he's really but gonna dude, have a he, breakdown.
1: He did. And he he had, had, a had a complete mental, He had a complete mental breakdown on Twitter the last
3: he's had two. more multiple ones what are you talking about well
1: well yeah he's but like cameo but like over over this last like three days he's had a mental breakdown on twitter he's had a breakdown on facebook and now he's doing it on instagram so like he's just making the rounds on social media of breakdowns
3: Is
2: i think breakdown? he's doing
0: what you do today to stay relevant
2: yeah it's shock right. it's you you go he's killing it man let me tell you
0: out on the deep end i call it the kardashian the kardashian effect yeah because you go way out on the deep end and you make sure to <laughs> get this attention and what it does is it sucks everybody in it's almost like a black hole it just you can't help but being sucked into what's going on you know like like you know we were fucking with him on twitter he blocked us <coughs> yeah, that's the last thing i want to happen now is to be blocked because if I'm blocked, how can I see all this? And I want to see this shit as it's unfolding now. So I would not want to say anything to, to get blocked at this point because
2: yeah, it's glorious. Yeah. You
0: don't know. I mean, he's almost like, you know, like a uh, pig mom. Had said to Howard Stern, he don't know what he's going to say next.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's well, one of the things I did like is the collapse of DC Comics. Is what he's saying. And you're a fool. I'm catching up. I'm behind like a couple weeks in my comics right now. Because film work and believe it or not working on comic stuff. uh, Which we get to whenever. But is DC. it's, It's being run a certain way. And it's being. It's really. How do I put this without offending all my friends at DC Comics right now. Is that there is a lot of...
1: You just say with uh, all d- due respect and then it, you're you're good to say whatever
2: you want. No, we're just going <laughs> to talk shit about Marvel <laughs> if, right <laughs> here. If, right Ricky, if Ricky
1: Bobby has taught us anything, it's just say you with <laughs> all due respect and you're good to just let it go.
0: Fair enough. You with just say not respect. to be a dick, but...
3: Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be a dick and with all due respect all my friends in the business is... There you go. What the fuck? Like, I honestly have no idea what the hell they're doing. We have no idea you got Brian Bendis in there that's like, what the shit? And I'm a fan of his a little bit, but I'm like, what is going on here? And you have zero editors going in on this pro- on DC right now, which is allowing people to do whatever the hell they want, because apparently the crime syndicate, who died in Forever Evil, which I'm a huge fan of, is back. Some They're like, how oh, are they back? God knows. Um, or uh, Rao knows for DC. But like, I don't... It, DC, they're putting out stuff that's like, why? They're like, oh, deceased. We have our Marvel zombies, but they're not zombies. What? <laughs> it's cool, don't get me wrong, but it's zombies.
2: Are you reading Doomsday Clock? Or no, I wish, it?
3: Because I wish not to be disappointed by uh, pushbacks.
2: Oh, well, the latest issue was actually kind of good.
3: That's what I was so, told. Yeah, I yeah. was told that was good. But I like, what, I like
2: what they're doing with Dr. Manhattan. I think that he's a really good character that needs to be used.
3: It's true. A hundred percent true. Dr. Manhattan is that. And from what I was told about the book, uh, what issue number was that?
2: God, I don't know. I have no fucking clue. And, uh, is eight? Yeah. Eight, eight or
3: eight. nine. Eight. eight. or nine? Okay, yeah. so it took eight or nine issues for it to get fucking <coughs> take It take a year and a half or two years to get eight or nine issues out of a 12 series, I think, book out. What yeah. the hell is that? And we have DC Comics and their sales are low as shit. Like, we live in a world where the Hulk is outselling Batman.
2: Did you read um, the uh, Snyder Capullo Batman book, the new one?
3: Oh, uh, Last Night on Earth? Yeah. Yes, book one.
2: That's fucking amazing, man.
3: Oh, it's good. So, like, they're doing good, but then there's this big chunk that they're like, what the hell? So when Robert Liefeld went out, like, the DC Comics will collapse. Like, I could believe it.
2: Yeah, it's here's why. It's because they have executives that know nothing about comics and Warner Brothers and Disney, and they're gonna fucking tell them this is what you got to do. And they don't care about anything but money. So they're gonna keep on rebooting the universe so they can have number ones every couple of years because it throws a nice big chunk of change at them, and they don't give two shits about the readers except for a couple of books, right? So Marvel, it, it, it just it's fucking it's sad. It's really sad.
3: Do we live in a world where comics may not like? I know we're living in that world where print comics and it kills me. Print comics is going away. But do we live in a world where do you think the comics bubble is going to pop? Like comic books in general, like even digital. Do you think we live in that world that Rob Liefeld's trying to like push that on us? No. Trying to say?
2: No, because then we have gems out there. We have Paper Girls. We have Wicked and Divine. Uh, you know, we we have uh, the last that last Batman, last Night on Earth. We have, um, we have a lot of good books. Uh, Uncanny X Men was really fucking good. Matt read that? So, but the problem is, is that there's there's got to be money. There's money that's got to be made. The, I think. Well,
1: I think Dakota's on a good track with that question. Is I I take the other side of the coin. I think it could happen, and I think it's gonna happen soon because. Where yeah you have a few diamonds in the rough, but your big two Marvel and DC they're putting out trash, they're rebooting constantly, they're trying to rehash old storylines. There's no yeah. need to try and hash and work the Watchmen into the DC universe. Leave them all alone. So, there's so we know why they're doing. It, yeah, but TV show. <laughs> right, exactly. But still, it's why? you don't need to do that. And no. I think. I think it, you, we could see it eventually where at some point the market's going to get so oversaturated with everything more than it is so now where you're going to get like six or seven superhero movies out instead of your normal three or four a year and then TV shows. And it's I I, I honestly think he's, he's on a good track that it could happen. You could have the 90s bubble hit again and it's going to affect in a major way because there's really... I, I
0: don't think they'll ever hit again because they're not printing those kind of
3: numbers. There is one thing, that, though, that's kind of got me a little bit screwed up. is I, I don't know if it was confirmed or not, but it's pretty heavily a yes that Vertigo is shutting down, that part, that branch of DC.
1: Yeah, they're shutting down Vertigo, and they're going to take <laughs> key books and move it over under the DC label.
2: See,
1: that's black. Yeah, they're
2: just going to go to the black label.
1: No, it's they're going Which, to their black normal black DC. Their DC label Black is completely separate.
2: Yeah, right. but the the books that would usually be written under Vertigo will end up going to the Black label, like the newer stuff that they're going to end up writing.
1: But even with that, that Black stuff, they're separate. they're just taking old characters and giving them different stories. Like your first Black book book was Batman Damned. Now your next one is Batman Last Night on Earth. Now your next one's going to be a Harley, a Harley Quinn story. So. They're not
2: giving you new characters under that label. You know why I think they're doing that? I think they're trying to test the audience to make sure that the audience is okay with buying those larger format books. And once they know that they can they can consistently sell those style books, I think they'll start with new stories. I really do. I think that... Uh, I- that black label is is really good it's really beautiful it's bigger print bigger better pages everything so um and once they know people will buy it i think we'll start seeing, they'll start putting you know themselves on the line and you know taking a chance on some new stuff like well i, I hope so at least i hope so
1: with what yeah. Liefeld's doing though is he's he's hitting it like everyone's giving him shit for major x i did we all did but Everyone's the big thing right now to flip books is first appearances. Every single issue, I think, damn near every single <laughs> issue of ma- Major X, it's a six issue series, has had a first appearance of a character in it. Every oh, like single issue character? has had a first appearance of a new character in it. Yep.
3: We're yeah, right. just
2: throwing it at the wall at this point.
3: <sighs> see, Let's just see what stick. Yep. We got that. You got it. On, it's... it. It. The state of comics right now is very... I think we're in a fascinating time of the state of comics. Because we're in the... We don't know what the hell we're doing anymore. We're trying. We're really trying. And we're getting these gems out like last night on Earth and Jazz. And Marvel's been doing some pretty good shit recently, too. But, you know, DC, I don't know. But what else did uh, Rob say? What else was this thing... He said DC was going to collapse... And well, he,
1: then- he just started taking well, and then he just started taking shots. And like other, I mean, other, um, car- other creators have chimed in on it. Like, um, who was it that? Uh, uh, let's see, uh, and he, I think not Neil Adams. There was a, a big time creator that said Mark Mol- um <coughs> Mark Millar kind of chimed in on it, and it was talking about talking to him about it. And it kind of got like, what um, did you say? Well, Mark says, really, I think there's a, uh, I think it's their strongest lineup since the eighties. All their big characters have really strong teams and all the same and all at the same time. Is there something on the horizon? Question mark, question mark, question mark. And Rob says, Mark, you're reading your DC best of eighties collection again. Happens to me sometimes. And he's, and then he's like, um The best thing for D- the best thing for Jim Lee is for DC to go under, so he can go back to finally drawing X Men again, like we all want when all around.
2: And then he starts talking about uh, how. Amen. I agree to that. Fucking a. And yeah, he taught- Jim Lee
3: would be cool on X Men, but I mean, I dig him. He's cool on anything he touches.
2: Yeah, but I want to see him on X Men again. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see X Men be good. That's all I want. I, I'm pissed because they were doing good, and now they're going to reboot the fucking the universes and shit again. So I just want to see X-Men be good. That is uh, the number one thing I want out of comics right now, is I want to see X-Men have good books. I want to have multiple books and good storylines, good art. Just, just make the X-Men good again. I want to make that – let's make that shirt. Let's make an absolute geek shirt that says – Make, Make X Men great again. <laughs> Make the X Men great again.
3: I'd wear the shit out of
1: that hat. <laughs> so there's there was a guy that blasted him that says, "How about instead of telling DC um, or talking about how DC is going to crash, you learn how to draw feet." And the, and Rob <laughs> fires Rob fires back with, "I've been making comic books professionally for 33 years since I was 18. I have record I have record setting sales. You want to attempt to lecture me? I'll block you faster than you can say my name."
0: Wow. Wow. Thanks. Sir blocks a lot.
1: And then <laughs> and then uh, Pipeline Comics comes out and says, uh, DC's driving towards the bookstore market. DC Inc. and Zoom is just uh, the beginning. They never put half a million dollars into marketing their comics to anyone. But, they're, uh, but they are for these books. And they're cleaning up the rest of the line to keep them safe. DC is rebranding. And Rob's like, that's an interesting take.
3: Cool. Okay. You know what I'm getting from this, though? Is I'm getting major vibes of somebody at DC rejected Rob Liefeld pretty fucking hard.
1: <laughs> I think that's what it is. Right? He's a little butthurt. Yeah, because he, yeah. he, was, he was bitching later about, or he was talking about a crossover between his comic, or some of his characters in Image and a DC book, because I guess Image and DC are teaming up for something. And he was like, they approached me about having some of my characters in there, and he told them no. So, like,
3: he's, I think he's butthurt he's a about fucking something. Fucking liar. Why the hell? Okay. All right. Image and DC teaming up. One, that's a pure 90s thing right then and there. Two, which I fucking dig. Okay. Yeah. Did he get butthurt because they, I don't know. It could be anything with that man. He, got, but,
2: butt. he got butthurt. Here's why he got butthurt because yeah. those guys fucking kicked him out of there so fucking fast. And laugh at him every chance they get. I mean, every single one of those guys just laugh at that dude. Publicly, behind, behind his back, whatever. They laugh at him. And I think that
3: he's 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 finally lost it. So he's the white kid in modern day schools. He just like broke. He's like, No <laughs> Yeah.
2: Fuck.
1: Well and then he, he takes on to say that he doesn't speak his mind nearly enough. And he says, so he says, so a few he says, so a few weeks back, I got a call and some text from Jim Lee. Long story short, he asked if I'd be interested in bringing cool. some of my extreme characters over to DC for a special that would come as soon as the end of the year, where the Image characters team up in a bunch of short stories with DC comic characters. Liefeld casually revealed, "I said I'd c- consider it, and that's it, nothing else." I assume that uh, I assumed as this week, it's still on the play. I don't think it's on play anymore after you just pretty much shit on them.
3: Yeah, right? no, you, you're done. You're, he's done. He's never going to be able to work in D.C. And two is, I wonder how pissed they are that he, he said that. They're probably like, Rob, you son of a bitch. <laughs>
1: Well, I think, this is, I think this is where it does it. He says, in addition to the DC image crossover, Liefeld also revealed that there's been a discussion with DC over the past year about Thunder the Barbarian comic, which he presumably sarcastically called a real burner burner of a property, right? Thundar was, cre- uh, so he's, he's butthurt that DC came to him and wanted to offer him pretty much a, a lesser character instead of one of their big-time heavy hitters.
3: Well, you're Rob Liefeld. You you created Major X. Your big thing. The only reason why you're popular before that was because of uh, In Between Deadpool is because you created a character made out of pockets. That's like, come on.
1: But then he so he he leaves Twitter and says I'm going to go to I'm going to go to Instagram. And then the first thing he does on Instagram is start rehashing up the Deadpool versus Deathstroke debate again. He posts a That's picture of got. him. Yeah, he posts a picture of him side by side, and he's what? like, "This doesn't look like a copy to me." I'm like whatever, dude.
3: I just wow. Okay, he broke. I, I I don't think he's gonna work in the. Does Marvel take him back?
1: Well, he's still working with Marvel right now because he's got one issue of Major X left, and that thing's been selling like hotcakes. For as shitty as the art is, it's been selling like hotcakes.
3: Yeah, but you think after this, they're gonna keep him?
2: I don't know. If they're make, if he's making, making them money, man, money talks. Yeah, he's not hes not making DC any money.
3: That's true. I mean, yeah, it's true. But then again, Cosby made people money. Why he make <laughs> people money? They got rid of them. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, yeah, they're making money, but damn, do you really want them? No.
0: <laughs> I really don't see DC Comics going anywhere. No. They've no. got... To, they've got too many fucking awesome characters for them
3: just to fold up shop. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. They got so many, and they've been doing oh, good think, with a lot of them. And I think that. Oh, sorry, brother. Oh, no. I was, I was saying they've been doing good with a lot of them, but there's just this. All right. This one might start a tangent. Is there recent Heroes in Crisis? You had that shit.
0: I'm just about to start reading that.
3: Oh, good luck. (laughs) 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 I heard it was really good. I was told it it was
0: fucking awesome.
3: Huh? He said he heard it was awesome. awesome. Yes. sorry, I had to sneeze. It's good, but it's also not. It's also like, wait, what? Because everything they've done in it, I can tell you without a fact that they're not going to like, okay, you know people die in there. Everyone that's died, they're not gonna. There's no way in hell DC's gonna keep them dead. There's not. So they're gonna be brought back immediately, probably within a year or uh, half a half year. This is how that's one's gonna, like, Cookie's gonna crumble, sadly. So that's what sucks. It's so, like, yeah, we got this cool thing, but you know none of it's gonna stick. Fucking, I, okay. Well, I mean, I can't spoil it if you're just about to read it. Because the character gets his new series coming up. I don't here. care
0: about like, spoilers.
3: Huh?
0: I don't care about spoilers.
3: So, Wally West, they're like, okay. Like, <laughs> okay, the OG Wally West, by the way. Mm-hmm. They killed him? No. He's in jail. What? And then he gets his own series coming up. Like, because everything in Hero in the Crisis was his fault. And then they have this weird booster goal time travel thing. And you're like, you hyped up this scene so much. You're like, here's a new crisis. Here's all this. <coughs> You kill these people off that are big hitters that you know. It's like, like oh, Superman died. He's going to stay dead, right? It'd be like that again. But it's not. It's, instead, it's like Green Arrow family members. It's, it's Bat family members who are doing fairly well. And so you're like, okay, why? And so of, that's what it sucks about it. And DC so they're like, they're not zombies. You, really? that one just get that one just makes me pissed it's like you just gotta say they're zombies man it's just they're like it's the anti-life equation cool we don't even know how the walking dead started but they're still fucking zombies
2: Uh, i what's the deal with this tom king did did you guys see what tom king came out and said did he give a reason why all this craziness is going on with him and batman
3: because his writing sucks and he just gives flat, he just gives weird dream stories. Yeah,
1: yeah, I agree. I don't like his writing either. <laughs> well, he's leaving to go write the Eternals movie script
3: for Marvel. Good cause the movie's gonna suck. <laughs> so, it, all, all around, that's a sucky project. The Eternals—they're like here. We can't I, make a Flash movie up, but we're gonna make. A I kind of t- like Tom
0: King's writing.
2: It, I thought it, he sucked it, on fucking Batman
0: yeah i thought a lot of what he wrote for batman was awesome
1: i, I did too like he was a nice transition oh. from snyder going from new 52 over to rebirth like he i think he had a nice transition to keep it interesting and i just think he set the storyline in place with bane and catwoman and it's just dragging yep. on and he thought it was going to hold people's attention more than it was and then when they decided to fake us out with the wedding and, oh, we're going to give you the wedding, and then, oh, it's, it's not going to happen, and they're still teasing it. That's where it kind of got rocky. This whole, like, overlying storyline with Bane and stuff, it's its just, it's kind of falling apart.
3: Yeah. It's, honestly, it makes me mad, because ten issues, nine or ten issues, whatever it is, it seems like it, Of uh, here they're all weird dream things that don't even matter, and I'm like, it's four bucks a goddamn book for Batman. I have a shit ton of other books. I'm not paying four dollars for some weird dream thing where Professor Pig is in it. Which I thought like, Oh, this is cool, Professor Pig. They're like, Oh no, it's Damien like wait, what? They're like, Oh, it's a dream. <laughs> what what? That's like the end of a movie. It what, they woke the character woke up from a coma.
2: That's another thing that pisses me off about D C is that they have this amazing character in Damien Wayne and they fucking don't use him
3: well. No. Damien Wayne okay. Damian Wayne, I have a rough spot for.
2: He's my he's favorite close. DC character uh, behind Batman and Greenland.
3: Hundred oh, percent disagree. I hate him. I but fucking I, love you know, Damian. I, Wayne. I was like, yes.
2: <laughs> I think he's bad, fucking ass. I think he's. I think it's badass how um, he's Batman in, um, uh, Injustice and uh, in He Man.
3: Do you guys? Did you guys read that? Yeah, I can <laughs> dig that. I think he, I, he's cool, but as a kid. As an adult, he's cool. They, he, they do make him cool.
2: Yeah, the Batman 666 issue, that, that issue was bad as fuck. When Grant Morrison writes him, and uh, there was a couple other people that wrote him really good, uh, you can make Damian Wayne badass. Who was writing Teen Titans um, when he was on Teen Titans, Kyle? Oh, here just recently? Uh, no, back when he first came on Teen Titans.
1: Well, it would have been Rebirth. Teen Titans Rebirth is when he was first joined the Teen Titans
2: team. Oh, who's writing that? That was uh, whoever was writing that. That he wrote a good Damian Wayne yeah. too. Um, yeah. he he just and, and, oh, and the Damian Wayne and the uh John Kent shit was awesome. Yes, that one was the Super Sons. Super Sons was amazing, and and having those two on Teen Titans was amazing. Yeah. Those two characters need to be to get. They need to be doing more. They need to be doing better stories with them. Um, Man, yeah,
0: the last run with concerned. them, it
2: was kind of, it got kind of
0: weird. Like it was
1: Benjamin uh, Percy. It was writing Teen Titans Rebirth.
3: Hmm. Hey. Well, um, tell you for a fact, we're not going to get any more John and Damian Wayne Super Sons. That's ending too. <laughs> but, because John is now fifteen, right? And that's cool. So
2: Damian Wayne, 15, too? No. Damian's older than John, isn't he? Yeah, by a couple years. So Damien's 17, then?
3: No. No, no. No, John was flash-forward recently. I don't know if you guys caught this one or not. Recent Superman books by Bendis. I think it was Superman Extra Comics by Bendis.
2: Fucking Bendis ruined so much shit.
3: (laughs) He, he (laughs) He went to the future. And oh. he went to he he survived in the multiverse and he ate oh is that when he years. went and
2: hung out with Jorel or whatever
3: yeah which fuck that by
2: the way yeah that <laughs> was crap dude <laughs> fucking Bendis fuck man
0: I couldn't get into any of the Bendis writing Since Bendis has been shit. dog shit
1: for about a good six years five years I and like the enthusiasm with the middle finger behind it too oh, <laughs> yeah. no,
3: no, no. I'm a huge Huge Superman fan. And they're like, jor alive! And I'm like, okay, if it's for an issue, it's fine. But they're like, no, he's forever going to be alive. Oh, no, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) No, it's stupid. They're like, the main thing of like, okay, so Krypton blew up. So why does Cal give a shit then? Because his dad's still alive out there. Is his mom alive too? They're like, oh, Dr. Manhattan, but not Dr. Manhattan, saved his mom. Like, What?
1: So what is it about DC that does this thing? Because he was he was a top notch writer for Marvel. Marvel's golden boy, one of the best. At one point he was writing almost everything Marvel was putting out. And now hey, he goes to DC that, and it just sucks.
2: Shit. A lot of that was shit at Marvel then. No dude. Dude, he dude, he, his, was, he his, hasn't been good for a while.
1: His, you're in your mind. His Miles right, Morales stuff is amazing. His his work on um, oh, all new X-Men was amazing.
0: He started out Jessica Jones real strong. Jessica yeah, but that Jones was like was 10,
1: 15 years ago. No, even the new series he did like three years ago yes. was solid. It, it's ever it's since he's moved to Marvel, his writing is, or DC, his writings becomes trash.
2: He's only done Superman though. I, uh, is isn't that the only thing he's done? Well, he's just yeah, starting can, a new book I too.
0: I mean, I, I tried because i bought him all excited i was like yes this is gonna be this is my chance to really enjoy superman this is this is gonna be my jumping on point bendis is gonna help me and
1: i was like (sighs) it almost feels like superman is the property where creators go to die because you had ramita jr put on superman and his art was terrible on superman
2: yeah yeah ramita jr is fucking trash man you're 100 percent right. That him drawing Superman was kryptonite for him, man. He, yeah. he all, all I see in his art now is garbage. <laughs> even when, he, when all he I see is Kickass. All I see say, even when he goes back to Kickass, I don't even like his art. I That's can't true. stand it. How do you go from being one of the top,
1: you know, top Spider Man artists with your dad to being right up there with
3: your old right. man
2: to drawing Kickass and your art getting I, shittier? I think you're right. It's, it's Superman, man fucks with people
3: it's also too it's like, it's, right? yeah. <laughs> a Stupid. lot of it has to do with they're able to do like you get Bendis for example I liked mm-hmm. his work earlier I really do but he is the problem is like automatically they're like you don't need an editor because apparently that's what I heard is that he has no editors so they, they're like do whatever the fuck you want what and then they do that and then things go to shit, and they wonder what's happening. It's like, oh, this is like you. He's doing the editors, Superman with right. Dan like to exactly what's what's He's doing the Superman what Dan Slott did to Spider-Man. That's exactly what's happening.
1: He's doing to Superman what Dan Slott did to Spider-Man.
3: Oh, God. Ran it into the dirt? Yep. Yeah, another big favorite of mine. Shit. Give me one well, sec.
1: Kind of on the same lines, I don't know if any of you or read the uh, the latest issue of The Batman Who Laughs dc scott snyder changed up who the uh who the very first batman beyond is now
2: yes Uh, he did who is it
1: it's jim gordon and his fucking son they appear at the end of the issue in batman beyond outfits that's bullshit they don't call him batman beyond but it's the fucking same costume just without the masks on
2: that's fucking bullshit so it's
1: the it's the now I don't know how continuity uh, how it fits in continuity wise, if it's even gonna fit in continuity wise. But but yeah, Snyder just re or you know not Snyder because he's not writing that. But um, whoever's writing that book just changed the uh, the whole origin or the whole first appearance of or who the original Batman Beyond is.
3: Oh, that's stupid as shit. Because I'm a huge Batman Beyond fan and I had no idea that was happening.
1: Yep. What? Who's writing it then? Um, I'll have to look and see who's writing it. I forgot who. And I know it's not Snyder. Because you just called him out. A minute I did. Ago. I did. And it was, I apologize. <laughs> Retraction.
0: <laughs> In the retractor.
3: Yep. Damn it, camera. Um, that's. Yeah, I don't get that. I don't get that at all. Like, why would you change? I'm not gonna lie. There was a lot of hatred for that sentence I heard. I was like, oh, I need to change something because everything was dying on my end of things. But why would you change that? You have so many people from the 90s like myself. No, it is
1: Scott. It is Scott Scott Snyder. It's Snyder and Jock.
3: God damn it, Scott. Why? Why?
2: Like. What what are they doing?
3: They changed. They changed like, okay, so from that I didn't know any of this was happening, so from what you say is Batman beyond the first Batman beyond characters changed,
1: so no, so Terry McGinnis is now not the first Batman beyond,
3: fuck that, I'm out there's That's no. garbage, yeah, you can't you can't do that, Ugh. like what <sighs> What's the next topic you guys got? Because now that's just going to be so much anger. Oh, my God. When did this happen? Before I go on, when did this happen?
1: It just happened it on just Wednesday. It came on Wednesday, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yep. Yesterday? Yep. Day before, yeah.
3: Fuck that. It Seriously. Like, no, that's true. <laughs> you have no idea. Um, what? <laughs> Anger, anger, brother, anger, anger, so, hostility that, that towards, towards the happen. opposition. He's like we're gonna change everything. Why? That's
0: an awesome song.
2: What <laughs> anger? Anger, hostility towards the opposition. Yeah. Anger. That's, <laughs> That's old school. That downset, right? downset, brother. Uh, downset. Yeah. Um,
0: I'm so bummed out that we're not gonna see the Justin Bieber Tom Cruise fight.
1: What? Hold on, hold on, before we move on here and see, uh, hold it up. There you go. That Jim Gordon is Batman Beyond and his son right behind him.
3: His son's a psycho murderer.
1: Yep, well.
2: <laughs>
1: apparently not anymore. Back.
2: Yep. Yeah, that, that will not go over well. I imagine no, not. they'll change that. It's, it's, it's
3: not going over well right now. It's like who they killed in the Heroes of Crisis. I'm like, why? Like. Okay. Um.
1: But now you can go on to, to Justin Bieber and Tom Cruise duking it out. Oh my god,
3: I wanted to see them fight so bad. I want them. In the octagon. That would be amazing. Are, are you, we're not going to get it?
0: No, Justin Bieber backed out.
3: Wait. All right. so that, okay. I he got called him out,
0: and I think he realized he's like, that short bastard Tom Cruise would probably kick my ass. Oh, dude, yeah. he would have
1: whooped the shit out of him.
0: He would have whooped Honestly, the shit out of him. How cool? Because I think, what, Conor McGregor stepped out, and I think he was cool with it.
2: Well, but Justin Sean Bieber Con- is, is – I, I know he does Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I don't know how good he is, but he definitely trains brazilian it, okay
0: it would be fucking cool to watch them i would so pay money
3: and fly to vegas and watch them fight life yeah tom cruise okay tom cruise versus justin bieber two people that hollywood really fucking hates they're like we're gonna go head to head they're like, this is better than superman versus muhammad ali man
0: <laughs> that'd be so cool I, mean, I, I think Justin Bieber would get some cool licks in, but I think Tom Cruise would just go psycho, and it, it would just—he would—it he would, would just be over. Oh I don't God. think it'd be two rounds.
2: Tom Cruise has got old man strength. Oh, okay. old man, strength. right? <laughs> I've never oh, heard I'm of old man up, strength. On top of his, you never heard of old man strength? No. No. <laughs> I mean,
1: then again, it- <laughs> I've heard of other forms of strength, but I've never heard of old man strength.
3: Yeah, I heard of the down strength, but that's yeah, about how it. Is. That's, that's where
1: I was
2: going. Yep.
0: So the old, what's the old man's strength? And Brian, and you looked like you need to tell him. To...
2: They like old man got going this mode, like it's like Superman mode, and they get like super strong and shit, man. Like they can pick up cars when they need to and that shit. Just
3: sounds like if we don't know, it sounds like a fight or flight, and a body's like, you got every ounce of energy you have. And, and, and are you gonna die? pick
0: up a car and shit. <laughs> old old, old shit man is like, depends.
2: no know, know how to use those fucking like Vulcan death grips and shit. Like
1: they're, they're experienced. He uses his fucking rock hard boner from all that Viagra to, as a jack to keep the car up.
3: Yeah. That's how he
1: holds it up to change the tire. Yep. Old man strength. <laughs> uh,
3: I want to put this out there since we mentioned Viagra real fast is i don't i've always said this is and this is such a tension we'll get back on it in a second is they're like if you have a if you have a boner basically for more than six hours if i have more than six hours i'm calling every person i know to be like listen this thing's now hour six or seven you want to hop on the d train or what's happening
0: just knock them all out yeah. one after the other
3: Oh, but Tom Cruise, Justin Bieber—that would be one because my dream would be Justin Bieber's ass is kicked, and Tom Cruise is like the mummy too is happening, and then like he takes like Justin Bieber's newfound wife, and he like he grabs her and like makes out with her, just to like rub it in. i like, I would love that. That would be my dream fight.
0: Dude, I was I was when I seen that on Twitter, I was so excited.
1: I want to see yeah. him. uh just knock Bieber out and then just be like, take repelled out of the octagon to the ceiling like he does, like Ethan Hunt. Just <laughs> it was zip and gone. <laughs> He's gotta do the run. Gotta do Tom yeah. Cruise run in it though. It'd
0: be cooler if he just jumped on the top of the octagon and like <laughs> and fucking elbowed him. And picks him up and fucking throws him onto the desk.
1: When he jumps on where fucking Joe Rogan is, <laughs> he jumps yeah. on fucking Bieber's corpse like he like the
2: like Oprah's couch. <laughs>
3: Damn, yeah, but so you guys want to win, so like if the fight did happen, who do you want to win?
2: Definitely Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah, oh,
0: Tom Cruise all the way.
2: Yeah, I would yeah. be. In, that'd be an embarrassment, man. <laughs> you're, you're the kid. You're the guy who got his ass kicked by Bieber.
3: That would be
1: yeah that your career would never come back from that.
3: I think you'd find him. He's like what happened? He he, he Heath Ledger did. <laughs> He's okay. Like, oh man.
0: Cuz we'd have to set up other fights with other celebrities that really want to fight each other. I mean, we could do like the old school celebrity boxing ring matches.
2: Oh yeah. They need to bring back celebrity death match.
3: Yes. That would go still you do, do. So much money, man. Dude, it'd
0: oh, be man. A- would fight from everywhere to see it.
3: Yeah. You ain't a- All right. You're top three in your deathmatch squad. Oh,
0: dude. man. I don't know. Top three. Who would I like to see fight? I wouldn't want to see Arnie fight anymore because I see that dude fucking jump
1: kick him. I felt bad for Arnie. Mm-hmm. No, wait, dude. He stood there solid like a rock. That kid fell to the ground. Like, dude, it was like he was jump kicking a brick wall. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Even at his old age, that's some old man strength right there. Arnie still oh, solid. There. Oh, that's Arnie strength. That's, that, <laughs> that's strength. that's
0: old man strength right there.
2: That's the Terminator. That's a definition of old man strength. <laughs>
1: Uh, I was really hoping that Jason David Frank from Power Rangers and John Claude John Claude Van Damme were gonna fight. Because they were Dude, going at it for a while. Cool. That that feud was going on for a while. I would love to see them fight. I would love to see I'd love to see someone try to pick a fight with um Steven Seagal. Keanu
2: Reeves?
1: No, Steven Seagal.
3: Keanu Reeves would whoop their ass, let's Yeah,
2: that's why I'd love to see it i think it's too nice of a guy you know what
0: they should do you know what this should be it should be like you remember how uh ultimate fighting originally was the first like the first like 20
2: yeah Yeah, fucking fist it was was it was was last man standing rip out your fucking hair you gotta fight three fights in the night yep right it was just
1: weight classes didn't matter fucking
0: guys
2: couldn't even continue
1: your ultimate, your ultimate, fighting them crackers right now, aren't you? I am. That's what I'm saying, isn't it? I am. Like All the fucking Jose in that shit. I'm like a motherfucker. Those crackers don't stand no chance.
0: <laughs> there's your, there's your ultimate death match. <laughs> crackers, Brian crackers. That. Brian versus
3: the rapper.
1: So to kind of um, get things in a different gear, you said you're working on a comic.
3: Oh, uh yeah, we've been working on it for a little bit of time. I can't tell anything about it. I'm still waiting for the contracts to get through. But what can I say about it?
1: Yeah,
0: who's, you can totally
3: we, tell everything who's The creative about?
1: team. I mean... Snyder
3: and Joe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would be amazing. I'm not going to lie, though. Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo, when I first started to get back in the comics, they were my A-team. Um is especially new 52 because the new 52 i still think is cool um is how do i okay it's an indie comic book company i got hired on we're signing the contracts finishing everything up one is a childhood idea i had since i was a kid that involves teenage rebellion mixed with star wars is the best way to put it and then we have another one that's a war book based in vietnam with giant monsters
1: so you got a no, pro- you got approached to do it without even having like do you have like treatments or a rough draft set up or you got uh, an approach to do it without yeah.
3: nothing uh, I had a rough draft I interviewed the guy one of the writers from the company because they do uh, video games and now they're doing comics and the comics are getting video game tie-ins and whatnot which mine will hopefully as long as things still go good with us I get to a contract soon because it's been a while it's scary as long it's been Um, as long as everything goes through with this, because things happen, you never know. They could always kind of be like, well, we ended the company, so I don't want to jinx anything. But with everything that's been going on with it is I had an idea. The one I had, I had the idea when I was a kid of the teenage rebellion made Star Wars is I had it and I had a rough draft made a couple years ago. I touched it up because I gave, I pitched it to him after the interview, gave it to him in the email and he's like, we want you. And I'm like, cool. All right. Like, what do we get with it? And we did negotiate pricing so I get paid. And then we negotiated merchandise and video games and all that jazz. So it was really, I had the idea Just sat on it for a little bit. I made the script because I said, fuck it, why not? And just went to town and just gave it to him. And then I gave him the other idea because I was, I'm like, we need more Kaiju, Giant Monster comic books. And they said, yes, we do. We can make games off it. I'm like, cool. And so that's what we did with that. And that's how that started. I can't say anything more. I wish I could. I mean, it depends. It depends how your word shit because I might be able to. <laughs>
1: well, that's cool. I mean, I don't. We don't want to get you in any trouble, but I just picked up on I that. You
3: should just tell us anyway. Yeah, yeah, probably. We could. totally won't tell anybody. No, we won't. We won't tell anybody. Continues to. Up- and everybody anybody.
0: listening <laughs> promises not to
3: tell. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Every fan. I mean, you guys will be able to get it soon. A uh, nice part is, is uh, part of the comics you're going to get for free. Nice, because the company runs it as they give you? They're like, I call them the perfect little comic book drug dealers, because they give you a couple of good tastes for free on Instagram, with a couple panels and a couple of issues for free, and then they're like, hey, you want to pay for it? Come on over here.
1: So did you and go so out and find it, an artist, or did they connect you to an artist? Or oh, okay,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So it's like and someone on say, staff.
3: Yeah, oh yeah, they got a few of them, and like, it's been. I'm not gonna lie, because I always wanted to create write a comic book. I always thought maybe it'd be indie or one of the big two. The one I had since I was a kid, the Teenage Rebellion meets Star Wars, is which isn't the title, but it should be shit. Is um, really the sense of it's so much fun, you know? I it's fun. I get why writers have so much stress, but I also get the sense of why they do it like really why they do it because being able to create the worlds being able to create the characters and stuff like one of the new ones a kaiju one that one's like from scratch so being able to do all that jazz has been a it's been a fucking blast man it's been it's been really great time
0: sounds like it
3: yeah and it's hopefully marvel dc people if you're listening and i know if there are fans of mine from my podcast that do listen and you guys are watching this right now and listening to it well fucker because i have experience so you better finally put that word in you guys promised <laughs> <laughs> yeah man i mean it that's, sounds like, like... that's what i'm thinking like i have the connections but you guys are like hey, he never wrote a comic and now it's like Ugh. unzip the pants and whip it out here it is
1: you're definitely a jack of all trades man you've got you've got unbelievable right? drive
3: I try. I try it's been it's been a hell of a time, man. It really has.
0: And you work at the zoo. Yeah.
3: God.
2: Yeah. And what what area of the zoo day. do you work? Huh? What area of the
3: zoo? Every area, basically.
2: <coughs> do you get to feed the lions?
3: No. Well, it depends. It's like, save No, because I saved her. All right. Here's a chance you for you.
0: Do you have to watch them? Do,
3: do, no. <laughs> do you watch him poop? No.
1: Do you watch him poop? <laughs> we ask the hard-hitting questions on
2: this show.
3: <laughs> do you watch your animals poop, uh? sir? That- <laughs> It'd be <laughs> cool
2: to work eye in, eye in eye like eye the and to work in like the like rep like little reptiles and like spiders and invertebrate area. That'd be cool.
0: Have you ever wrote the elephant?
3: No, God, people. Well, all of our elephants have. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say a kill list. I fuck it. They do a fuck kill. kill list. List. Killed an I elephant. <laughs> I don't even care anymore. Um, you so killed the elephant? Huh?
0: That's fucked up. You killed one of the elephants?
3: No, one of the elephants. Well, actually, all of our elephants have killed people. Oh, wow. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'll be honest with you. Like, Is that why they're there? Huh? They're,
0: like, in prison?
3: No, they're there because like, they're
0: old. Because they killed people. They have oh. old elephant strength.
1: <laughs> yes, they have old elephant strength. <laughs>
3: Oh, old elephant strength. It wasn't the years of abuse by owners. It was that damn old elephant strength. They got you.
0: They all fucking kill people, really?
3: Yeah, dude, you'd be surprised. Honestly, like, there's so much weird You ever stuff. had
0: one shit on you? Huh? You ever had one shit on you?
3: An elephant? No, I never got that close. Uh, there's animals that I've gotten close to, mostly because I got near the fence line, that are mesh, and that uh, you could get murdered by, and I was like, oh, shit. But like a I tell you, there's nothing you you think (laughs) like you have like a jaguar like you're by the fence line it's over on the other end you're like it's clear right and all of a sudden somebody makes a noise it's watching everything go down and you like look at him you like you bastard and he turned behind you like slow-mo like face it feels like it and you lock eyes with this large predatory animal and you know that if you don't move it's going to get you
0: You've been in the cage with it? She's smacking smack it no,
3: I was next to the mesh. Did you pull its tail? Huh? No, God, no. I was getting some of these glasses because for a kid who dropped him in there on the fence, I'm like, you know what? Fuck, it. I don't go to the fence. He's on the back of the jaguars fine. That fucker bolted it and because it's a mesh stretchy fence. And so I remember I these guys pulled me up from the moat area. Like, these parents were like, get up! And they pulled me up. But right before they pulled me up over the railing, I felt like there are the people, people holding you over the railing. Yeah, <laughs> they helped me. They're like, you know, I mean, good. am
0: you by your feet. Dude, just like, a oh pair of glasses. God. I'd be like, fuck you. Go get your kid a new pair of glasses.
3: Yeah, like. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dangling you over the. okay.
0: God damn, there has to be a picture out there.
3: Oh, there probably is a fucking video, man. Of like, because I felt it got so close, but I got within five inches of me. And I felt the breeze and that breath from the Jaguar, like, on my back. <laughs> that wasn't the breath.
0: That was a claw swiping by you.
3: <laughs> it probably was. It knew. It stopped itself because it knew that I got away. So it didn't decide to, like, try efficiently. Luckily. Because I still probably would have gotten nailed. And you even got away again. Yeah, because you looked at me. And he just, like, looked with, like, those cat eyes of, like, you. He remembers you. Yeah, he's like, oh. I mean, shit, we've had animals break in. We've had animals break out. Like,
1: what do you mean
0: you've um, had animals
3: break in? uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's a squirrel that really wanted to be in this zoo. He (laughs) found (laughs) his way in.
3: (laughs) You mean
0: like (laughs) they broke out from the Philadelphia Zoo and they came to Phoenix Zoo or what?
3: (laughs) No, javelinas, man. (laughs) Like he broke into the zoo and they're like, oh, we got some wild ones in here. We're going to catch them. Like, okay. I turn a corner, and next thing I hear, I'm like, you know what? They caught him already. It's been half an hour. No, they didn't at all. And so then I get attacked by a fucking javelina, twice in one morning. That was great. Do you get a Did trank you guys- gun? Do you get to trank him? Oh, we sniped the shit out of one of them. Yeah, we tranked it. <laughs> Nice. Like we got in the high like mountain, like this high hill when it was like laying down, and they're like, We're firing and I had to work perimeter to try to catch it. We like quarantine the whole section off of the zoo so we we're like, like fire boom. And it's like, yeah.
2: As you guys see the um, that? you guys see the thing where that polar bear ate that fucking duck in front of all those kids?
3: Dude, that happens all the time. You
2: that was I mean. hilarious. Dude,
3: dude we've had the okay. I've had I like that the, the animals start to do it. What are they doing? Yeah, I've They're had just baboons. having fun. Uh, <laughs> having fun. Yeah, I've had a baboon who take, he gets ticked off of me all the time, and so what he used to do is he used to capture birds like and torture them, and he used to throw the dead bodies over the moat at me, and what he'd leave them there, and he would watch me pick them up because I'd have to. You pick need to up. drink
2: that thing, man. Oh, so we do. He he, you know
3: what he used to do too? I like the speaking of doing it because that's what got me to is that. I've had a baboon look at me, does straight clean an eye and jack off and finish.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> he
0: was so then, that, he's
3: like, You do so
0: You <laughs> didn't even break <laughs> eye contact either, did you? <laughs> Fuck no. You have, he said, I'm staring that motherfucker down till he finishes. <laughs> <laughs> Dare. Yeah,
3: I'm like, This is a challenge. This is a challenge. I like this Challenge accepted, huh?
0: <laughs> Well, at least you didn't do the same thing to see who won. Or did you? Oh, God.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. What are you doing? I'm I'm, I'm representing all of humanity.
1: He's doing it. I'm doing it. I'm fucking watching you (laughs) display your dominance.
3: Oh, God. I mean, you name it, man. Working at a zoo. Is at a whole new level of stress. It's why I like working in film. I do a lot more film work to work at the zoo because, like, sounds
0: like dude, a lot more fun working at the zoo,
3: dude. I don't know. I've had to survive rhinos, fucking rampaging, almost breaking out, explosions. What yeah. exploded? Uh, yeah, believe it or not, some people thought duct tape on hoses to propane tanks was okay, isn't it? Sure. <laughs> in a a building sure in a closed building cooking kettle corn sure
0: (laughs) dude next time i go to zoom watch my fucking back
3: do you have to you you honestly i mean so many things there's so many i could do like once i'm done once i'm done because like i'm probably jacking off in front of the orangutan no god no I'm like gonna do an episode on something somewhere. Where some people are like listen. This is the zoo stories of an explosion or Ryan almost breaking out, guns are everywhere. This is what it's like working at a zoo. All right, so we're doing right out.
1: now. His last
3: day at work. <laughs>
1: his last day at work is gonna be like, all right, you son of a bitch, it's go time. He's gonna go in front of the rank thing and drop trow and just start going in front of him, just locking eyes and never, never releasing the.
3: the that that. <laughs> it was the it was the uh, baboon. It's a battle like,
1: of attritions right now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so that's why I mean back to the main point is like polar bear like the polar bear eating the bird like they eat birds. I've had fucking people the mandolils. Okay.
0: Huh? Nothing, keep going.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably. We've had <laughs> people like animals break like the squirrels and shit like that. Like there was once uh we had the mandaril, aka the monkey from fucking um Lion King. He skinned a squirrel that got in his exhibit. Whoa. And he ate the body And he threw the skin Over the moat And it nailed some kid In the face
2: Oh wow that's Oh my a god That's so ass, awesome
3: ass. Yeah.
0: It was really cool Dude it's the ultimate Zoo experience Like You don't get any closer To nature than that
2: What about that one chick At that one zoo uh Was it the Out of Africa one That
3: Yeah
2: Got fucking pulled in
3: By the jaguar Yeah so uh-huh. I felt
2: that I felt for that chick I was like Oh yeah,
3: I didn't <laughs> Fuck her Oh yeah, that was nice. dude,
0: I, I have a video of it somewhere. But last time I went to the zoo, there's 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 a couple cats that are in smaller exhibits. They're smaller cats, like, and they don't have as much like netting or guard up.
3: Yeah,
0: oh, I don't remember which one it was, but as soon as I would turn my like, as soon as I would come around the corner and make eye contact, the motherfucker would. <laughs> And I would turn my head and break eye contact with it, and it would stop, and it would go back to laying down. And I would turn my head again. I would look at it, and the motherfucker would make eye contact with me and go, Tee! Tee! And fucking, I was, dude, people pulled out their phones, man, because they thought that, like, they were finally going to get the videotape. So I'm fucking dumbass at the zoo <laughs> getting attacked. Like, I think like, I know what which one you're me?
3: talking about, too.
0: It's like a, it's like a lighter colored one, and like yeah. it hangs. I don't know. It's like got railing up. I, they all have railing up, but
3: I know which one it is. It's a carcol. Yeah, I know because it's got
0: yeah. three fucking legs. Yeah, and it It's mean as shit. I don't know if it doesn't like dude in hats, or it just didn't this like, like the smell of me. But as soon as that fucker made eye contact with me, dude, he was, dude, the motherfucker wanted to eat me.
3: Yeah, I or at least at,
0: at least just main me, just at least make me bleed.
3: Yeah, then oh. I probably
0: would have
3: snapped his neck. It would kill you. It would probably kill probably rip. They go for the neck, and, and there sure. was at least was there off. was at
0: least five people that were waiting for it to happen with their phones out.
3: Oh yeah, people <laughs> hop into the pop over the railings more than you think, way more than you think.
2: Yeah, like, yeah that's if
0: I worked at the zoo, I would teach as many animals that had fingers as I could to flip everybody off. <laughs> that's what i would do i went to the i went to the zoo in the uh i went to the zoo in colorado one time and i there's a huge like orangutan monkey i don't even remember what they are but those motherfuckers would look at you and half of them would go like this they just flip you off like they have been flipped off so many times that they just would just like you would as soon as you you you'd look in the exhibit and they just fucking lift their hands up and they just flip you off and you're like, damn. I wonder how many times assholes like because that's what I was doing too. I was flipping them back off. I mean, they flip me off and they'll flip you off. Like, but how many times did it take before that that, that fucking monkey just realized that just to, I mean and I'm waiting for, like, they see people that like the orangutans and stuff. They've A lot of those have been at the zoo here for a long time. Yeah. And they just sit there and play with their balls. And it's
3: just like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. What's the next topic you guys got? Because now nah, like the zoo one's to pretty good. Tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> they have no shame.
0: With the fucking write-up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh man
3: how is, uh, a little tech question though before we go on oh how am I signing am I doing okay yeah, yeah. okay cool mm-hmm. I want to make sure everything's going alright um, it's a
0: little late now to be asking that question but sure right,
3: right. <laughs> yeah, fair enough I'm like wait a minute well I had to redo things on here because my device was dying and it's like oh shit um, so what's the name oh, okay I think I know which I gotta ask Dark Phoenix and you guys see it yes I did
2: I did. Any yeah, other guys seen it? Uh, no, but you know what? I have I have seen a lot of people in posts saying that they don't understand why everybody said it so bad and that they really liked it. So I'm going to go see it. And I'm going to go in it. Hopefully, you know, don't not do control. It. Don't do when it. I'm telling you, just watch it online. That's what I mean. I'll watch it online. I won't.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I. You know what though? I'm fifty fifty. Even though my post on it was like it seemed hundred percent negative, I'm fifty 50-50 on it. When
2: I start, when I read about all the bullshit that they put that first director through, that was that was ridiculous. Dude, it's 100... was supposed to be a two movie, two movies that was supposed to be.
3: Well, and also the big thing I think that pissed a lot of people off, and included me too, was the ending. Because the ending, you're like, why would you do that? Well, they had you to reshoot the to ending. Movie.
1: They had to reshoot the ending 100% because it was too close to the ending of uh, uh, Captain Marvel. Yes. That movie oh, is a Captain Marvel, Marvel clone. Yeah. That movie, if you watch it, that movie is a 100% Captain
2: Marvel clone. Oh, is Captain Marvel a clone of it?
1: Well, that's that's the there you go. That's the debate. But that's why they reshot the ending is because it it was almost identical to Captain Marvel.
0: I mean, Captain Marvel went up and flew through uh, Ronin's ship and scared him away or what?
1: No. <laughs> I
3: <I'm don't>. act- <laughs> it, it, you know what? God damn it. It kind of is. It kind of is, actually.
2: Well, it's, it's kind of crazy when you think about how that guy wanted it to be a two. He had it set up to be two movies, and they told him no. So he cut the shit out of it. And when you, if you have a script and everything ready to go for two movies, and they tell you no, cut it down to one, and you don't really have time to actually make it have it make really good sense. What the fuck was Fox thinking?
1: dude that's all that's all he said she said bullshit though because who's not to say that he's not just saying that now because fox no longer owns him and he can say whatever he wants i don't think he's saying that disney doesn't give a fuck about them that's 100 percent free money to them like whatever dark phoenix makes that's free money for them yeah but that was a fox thing all of Dark Phoenix is a fox. When you watch the movie, you it, you're like, it doesn't matter. There's plot hole after plot hole. The the fucking yeah. race, um, the race that the Phoenix kills their planet. She eats their star or their sun. They're the bad guys in the movie. They're trying to come get the Phoenix Force before it even attaches to Jean Grey. So it's like, like yeah, Storm. But you I mean, have... what was the other
3: option?
1: You have the other one option of. Was- what? You have one of the most powerful mutants in X-Men and storm is reduced to nothing more than a glorified fucking ice maker. There's literally a scene in the movie where Cyclops walks up to her hands her red solo cup and says, you want to top me off? And she puts ice cubes in it. Like there's there. You can take so much away from the dark story, the dark Phoenix storyline to make it a good movie. I don't know why they chose x-men the animated series did it so why can't they yeah. do it in a movie you know so i don't understand why they chose these characters and are the the plot they they chose why are you gonna have you know these these aliens that the phoenix kills later in the comic book and that's the whole reason gene greg gets put on trial is because of it coming yep. after her
2: uh self-sabotage maybe Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. But.
3: (laughs) I mean, it makes sense. Kind of. Okay. Here's the thing is why we have how many years of X Men? As a big X Men fan, you have so many better storylines you could do.
2: What are you talking about? That's a great fucking storyline.
3: Yeah, but it's been done. We did it. It hasn't been done good. Okay. It hasn't been done good. But we're still, it hasn't been done good. So it's like, we're still in the same fucking boat. I agree. We never left.
2: I agree, but I think that there there was a a, a trajectory that they were going where you could have said that this is going to be a good movie. You know, when they first started talking about it, you could have said this is going to be a good fucking movie.
3: You know what? You know what the best part of that fucking movie was? It it wasn't even
1: a story. The end when you got to go out of the theater. (laughs) <laughs> no
3: it's because i was pissed <laughs> um it's because a character shows up and i think there's they put a picture of her online oh big yeah, Dazzler, yeah. big yeah.
2: fucking deal
3: i have you know sir dazzler is really cool in my book she's fucking like two or
2: three fucking issues that a character has ever actually been in
3: she's been in a lot more than that i will defend dazzler damn it
2: I just fucking, they, they, they ruin the X-Men so many times.
3: Yeah. Well, in which way, comics or movie? Both. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Comic-wise, I even had, because I want to know what it was like working for, uh, Marvel. I had the, um, what was the recent, what was it? Oh, Age of X-Men. I had the two guys who were ahead of that, and they wrote for Cable for a little bit. These two guys that, uh, worked together, they were writing Age of X-Men, the whole event going on and whatnot. On the comic show, and it's very interesting time working for them, at working on X-Men. They're very, if you give the episode a listen, it's very interesting, to say the least. But I know that there's fans working on it, but on the books, but then when the movie come in, they're like, well, i just give it to a weapon. It's like, fuck no. You can't do that. Like yeah. X-Men is one where you need to have the right people handle it. And you're never going to have that in movies. You may have it in the MCU. The Russo brothers are gone. So, well, rest in peace, MCU, because in my opinion, the MCU is dead, even though I love Spider-Man and shit like that coming out, But MCU is now not going to be the same. So, I don't know. You don't Uh, don't think think the MCU will be the same? No, God, no.
2: What do you mean by the same?
3: The hype is over.
2: Oh, no way, man.
3: I think it is. I and it kills me to say that because one Mysterio, Molten Man, Hydro Man, Spider Man, all in the same movie with that's, that's, just, Hold that's just it's a bridge. Did it's you bridge.
1: did you read the article that came out today about the uh, the leak of the after credit scene for Spider Man Far From Home? No, let's hear it. I'm not going to spoil it. Yeah, I'm
3: confused. I'm not going to spoil it. You spoil it. You want me to spoil it? it, All right. Yeah, you
1: can spoil it. Here, here, here. Spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Spoiler alert. So at the end of the movie, it shows shows, um, Mysterio in a cell. And up behind him walks Chameleon. So the, the the good Mysterio in the movie is, is actually going to probably end up being Chameleon, and then you see um, you see the Scorpion come up and he's in costume. You see the Shocker come up and he's in his comic book accurate costume, and then you see Vulture Michael Keaton come up in a, in a similar costume to what he was in in Homecoming. You
0: walk up like this,
1: and they're all surrounded, and a, a gentleman in a, a business suit walks up. And he said and he says something along the lines of, "Like it's time to put our plans into action." And I'm gonna cry. Osborne.
0: That's so
2: fucking cool.
1: That's the biggest, the biggest debate. Our speculation right now is that Norman Osborn is gonna be the guy who they're fighting Spoiler against alert. in the the ground version of the uh, Dark Avengers. Yeah, yeah, and of the event. So on the Earth storyline of the Avengers movies or Marvel, it, it's gonna be Norman Osborn as the main bad guy.
2: So, I think that's great. That's awesome.
1: That's what came out today I is the after credit scene for Spider Man. Is you're going to get chameleon,
2: chameleon, the start of the Sinister Six. Sweet, is and they're going to bring true? Venom over too. Huh? They uh they came out and they said that Deadpool is not going to be in the next Spider Man movie, but Venom most likely is. Ed I'm Hardy's I'm Venom. Venom. I'm yeah. cool with that. Yeah. Hell yeah, I'm you. cool with that.
3: If you do. I was almost in tears hearing that description. As a major Spider-Man fan, if you do that,
0: I was I'd almost in tears that, the mo- that a monkey jerked off and you made eye contact with it. <laughs> they never broke you eye contact, contact with it. all
3: over again. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> I would never be that intense. You would hear me be like, son of a bitch. You know what? I'd have to explain it to my family probably if I was going there. But like, if I was seeing it with the Nerdfalls Network, no. it would be, I, I, I you know, I'd be like walking out, be like, "Why are you limping? I gotta hide my boner because holy shit, that was amazing."
1: I think, I think now, like every time you go past that cage, he looks at you, remembers you, and he's like, "You want some more of this?
3: You want some more?
1: You want some more stank on that burger?"
3: He looks at me with his eyes. Damn it.
0: He makes kissy faces.
3: <laughs> yeah. All right. I actually do have a problem though, with that leak because we do know how those go. Is one that's the that chameleon, said? huh? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? Wait. Why chameleon?
3: Yeah. Why chameleon? Because it you makes
1: guys... it makes sense as to why you're getting the the good. Um you're getting the good Mysterio and everyone keeps saying that there's something off about it and chameleon can change. So maybe it makes you could have Mysterio and chameleon working together. So every time one of the Elementals shows up, it's actually chameleon and but My-
3: chameleon never works with anybody. He's always an asshole.
1: Yeah,
2: I know, but we'll, we'll see what happens. It makes sense. I always hated chameleon. So that means at the end of the movie, that fucking Mysterio ends up in jail. Yep. So he's going to be a bad guy.
3: Which, you, which is, everyone should have known that. Yeah, <laughs> which is fine.
2: We yeah, but that. it would kind. Of, I kind of had slim hopes that they might have a cool take on him and make him a good guy because there's been a couple comics uh, in the past with Mysterio where he kind of has leaned towards kind of being a a, a good good a good guy, I guess. Um, and he's a really really good character. You could do some crazy shit with him. So he's I'll tell nerd. you, all,
3: there's one book one book that really shows Mysterio's never gonna be a good guy Logan yeah yeah <laughs> yeah oh man Logan yeah you, you can't after that
2: that's what I mean that's why like mysterio is a he's a badass he's a nut
3: job oh yeah mm. and he's a he's a fellow film worker so definitely rock onto that <laughs> yeah I I don't know. We're gonna see what happens with the chameleon. He's just always a dick. I'd rather take Sandman because Sandman is one who has been an Avenger, so you could make him work. You could be like, "Hey, he's uh, well, reservist Avenger. Whatever you want to call it. Like, you'd be like, he's part of Sinister Six, but he's the reason why they fall because he's like, I can't do this anymore, and he becomes like a reservist Avenger with Spider-Man stuff.
1: I would love to see that. Like, you have. Tom Hardy's Venom have to team up with Peter Parker's Spider-Man to stop the Sinister Six cuz they're just too yes! much for they're just too much for him to handle and so yes. Tom Hardy helps him out.
2: I only want to see one villain for Spider-Man and that's Kraven. That's, I that's one see
1: villain that needs I'll, to be done too, yeah, for sure. Yeah,
2: I want to yeah, see man. them do Kraven's last hunt. Absolutely. That uh that would be yeah. awesome.
3: And we could be, we can make things equal by putting them Black Cat, why not?
2: Yeah, of course. We'll That'd
3: be kind of cool too. She was I mean, rumored to be getting her own movie, though. Yeah, fuck that. We, yeah. Learned, well, we learned what happened with Venom from that. That they make a billion dollars, but nobody likes it?
1: Corbin Corbin think, says he'd rather get a proper Green Goblin. I have to agree with him.
3: Oh God, yeah. No, I think,
1: I know, I think Willem Dafoe was good enough. Was was close, But I just yeah, didn't like the uh, so- the costume. Like yeah it the been, costume it would have been better if it like deformed his skin or something or deformed him to become green goblin
3: not so you almost want, you want ultimate spider man
1: well yeah well even or he had more like a rubber mask on not the the
2: bodysuit not the armor they made they made a rubber mask for him um when they were first doing uh early testing on the film. They made a rubber mask for him, and I think they, they released a couple pictures of it, if I'm, not, if I'm not mistaken. well, that's insane. Yeah. Huh.
3: Huh, okay.
2: Yeah, it'd be cool to see, I mean, if they can do it, pull the Punisher in. It'd always be cool to see a Punisher cameo in Spider-Man.
3: You're not going to see him? Uh, but it'd still be cool. It'd be cool. They're not going to do cool. Netflix characters for a while. I'm, I love Daredevil. With why?
2: Them. Why wouldn't they're they? They're
3: bringing. They're going to bring them over to the streaming network. You're going to do not for a little bit of time because right now the Netflix and Disney are still holding up the middle fingers each other at the moment. So they're still like, no, we're not going to immediately put them on right now. We're going to wait and make fans yeah. ticked off at you guys, and then they, we're going to put them on and be the good guys. They'll put them on
2: on the shelf for like two years, let them sit. Have them make but,
3: uh, you make
1: so when their contract ends with, well, it will, they would need, still need to contract to do this. But I think if you ever want to make the transition to Miles, you do the death of the death of Spider Man storyline, and you have you have Punisher in there just for that quick cameo to take that shot, which is the one that that wounds Spider Man before he goes to try and fight Green Goblin, because it's not actually Green Goblin that kills him in the Ultimate Sp- Spider Man storyline. It's a, the, the shot he takes from Punisher. And he's bleeding uh. out, and he tries to web himself up to stop the bleeding, and he ends—he pretty much bleeds out, and he's already weak from the fight with with the Green Goblin when he dies.
3: Yeah,
2: that'd have, be dope.
1: Have that shot.
2: Yep,
3: that would be fanboys. Fucking would go crazy. I'm already gonna go crazy with the new movie, especially if that's the end credit scene, which I hope it is. I'm crossing fingers.
2: I really that's like Tom movies. Holland. Huh. I really like Tom Holland. I think he's great Spider-Man.
3: He's he is Spider-Man, and yeah, uh, I, I agree one thing for sure too. If we get those characters in those suits, give it like a month or two after, about two months, because that's when they started doing um, Endgame merch. Which by the way, I still got to purchase my gauntlet. Is we'll start we'll see like pops or toys and stuff like that emerge of those characters in their suits. Which by the way, if we get a comic accurate Shocker, fuck yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think we just lost them. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh, Wait. I like that freeze. Oh, oh.
1: I like. You that. guys hear me? We yeah, can hear we can. You, but you, you, it looks like you lost your video. That's weird.
2: Yeah, it'll, it'll end up fixing itself eventually. I like the freeze like frame that, on the screen. Like that. Though. Ape bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is amazing.
1: Uh, That's great. There's,
3: so, thanks, Starbase.
1: What did you? Um, I got to bring this up because I know Brian's a huge fan. I think w- there's one character coming up in the Cosmic Marvel um, universe that they're keeping hush hush, and I think Brian's kind of hit on it that he's going to show up. He's going to show up. He's going to show up. But I think with the the release of of the Silver Surfer Black, from Donny Cates, yeah, I think he's going to make an appearance because in this book he's. He's kind of running with the Guardians of the Galaxy. So and instead of Thor, they have Beta Ray Bill with them. And the new did Guardians of the it? Galaxy. I did. It's really good. Remember remember that Batman 50, uh new fifty two issue we liked a lot, like the um like his his long night where it, like read like a poem? Yeah. Uh-huh. This this reads very much like a poem. It's it's kinda like Silver Surfer is, is reciting a poem as, as
2: you're reading through it. I think Silver Surfer is uh, one of the most underrated, underused, correctly characters. The art in it is pretty crazy,
1: but it's uh, What's it look like? It's a it's a solid book. It looks just like the cover. Is it wonky or what? Yeah, it's pretty wonky.
2: I heard yeah. A lot of people think it's it's really bad.
1: I, I think it's a—it's just different. I mean, it's...
0: Like, wonky, pretty... like, when the Flash and the uh,
1: Rebirth started, it was like, remember how I was like... Like, I'll show you here. Wonky. Like There's this page right here, and that art, if you can see that. And I think... Who's I mean, that of? What's that?
3: Who's that of? Because I was gone. It kicked me out, and then I did... The oh, show, like, Silver I Surfer. The... Okay.
1: But then you get, but then you get shit like this,
3: like. that's Silver Surfer, though. Because yeah. I think that depends on the artist because Silver Surfer is basically the LSD character of the Marvel Universe.
2: Yeah, but that's kind of fucking dead man. It looks like dead man. Yeah, that's true.
1: But it's definitely very interesting, and it's it's worth a read. And like I said, it it almost reads, in my opinion, like a poem. Are you waiting for the next issue?
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. I would love to see Frank, uh, Francisco Francavia do uh, Silver Surfer. Yeah. But, I
1: mean, it's, it's Donny Cates writing it, so it's good writing.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm with that. I'm all aboard on that. Dig it. I four. mean,
3: Silver Surfer is one where you can easily mess them up and you can easily make them good. But I think it just depends on what you want to do with the character.
2: Because you can make them really good. I mean, yeah,
3: yeah. But there's so many people. I think there's. It's very, very, very tough to make Silver Surfer really good because a lot of people don't know what the fuck he is or don't know really that much about him. Like, when's the last time you really saw Silver Surfer in the limelight?
2: Been a while. I mean, uh, uh, what was the uh, Rise of the Silver Surfer? Well, what was the um, what was the one that they did the big? event in space where the guardians of galaxies first showed up. Um, what the fuck was that called? They had like a scroll comic, they had a, a wraith comic. Um, I can't,
3: Oh shit. I don't know.
2: Anyway, um, that that was really good. Hmm. I can't remember what the hell it was called, but
3: yeah, it's been a while since there's been anything really good by, with them. Um, yeah. He, I think one day we'll see him come back. But I think oh yeah, he, he just is one where his his time isn't now. You really gotta. I think you need to team him up, team him up with somebody.
2: No, 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 no. No, I he's I up. think he does. You just bring him into one of these movies that that they're doing in space with the Eternals or Guardians or it's all you gotta Captain do. Marvel or I, was, or,
3: I, I meant comic book wise. Comic oh, book wise, got
2: you, got yeah. you, got you.
1: Well, yes, yeah, in this yeah. in this new book, he's kind of teamed up with uh, the Guardians, the new incarnation of the Guardians of the Galaxy.
3: So Who's the lineup for that, by the way, now?
1: The only ones that they really show in the book is Beta Ray Bill. And they just mentioned that he's now with the Guardians of the Galaxy.
3: Good. because he hasn't, he hasn't been in the limelight for a while. I'm glad to see him back. Like, that's amazing. But,
1: I yeah, I don't know. The other interesting news is did you guys hear today that DC has pretty much come out and said that their movies are and now that Marvel's stories aren't overarching stories anymore? DC's doing away with that, too. Wait, what does that mean?
2: So uh, their comedy, movies are no longer connected, right? Yeah. Oh, that's bullshit. I
0: thought they were going to just do it. There'll be a couple movies that are connected, but the next ones probably won't be, and those next movies will be connected together. But they're not,
1: they're not all interlinked for 10 years. From what I read today, they are, no long, they are moving away from the interconnecting storylines, and each movie will be individually standalone and will not be part of anything else.
3: Then why, okay, why get our hopes up for our big-time universe, work your ass off on it, give us a shitty Justice League, and I'd be like, listen, we're going to do something cool in the future. Here's a couple standalone movies, but we're going to get our shit together in the meantime. Nope. Just take everything away. Like, you're a fan. Okay.
1: I think it's because they're having a real hard time getting these other stories off the ground. Like they've been working on Flash for what four years now? Five years now? Like
2: yeah, and I mean they've had really good writers on it too at a couple points, and still can't get it off. I don't
1: think it's been five years. I think it's been a couple years. Three. Well, it's been it's ever been since Batman, Batman Superman when they started laying the groundwork for the, the overarching
3: world. Oh shit! So it has been about four years in. Yeah, maybe. But actually, might have been four or five because Batman be Superman's around know. But this this goes back to the the beginning of the show of what the <laughs> hell is DC doing over there? I, I don't think don't they know. Wrong. From from no, all Joker aspects. looks amazing. Don't get me wrong, Joker looks really fucking cool. But past that. I mean Wonder Woman 84 man that poster where it's like here's retro Rainbow Wonder Woman with the gold armor I get I love her in armor like that cool we seen it in the books but no
1: it's been three years well I've, I've said three? that okay. I've said that the way DC I think in my opinion the way DC saves itself is they focus on their villains don't focus on your heroes so much do something Marvel has hard had the hardest fucking time doing until Black Panther and that's making your villains credible making your villains they good. don't
3: kill them either Keep him alive. That's the big thing. That's the big thing that Crumble. Uh, Both of them are fucking guilty of this shit. Yeah. Killing off your villain. You don't need to do that.
2: You I don't know? think they knew, though, until Black Panther. Huh? Yeah. I don't Black think Panther- they realized it until Black Panther.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's like Spider Man. You don't want, like, I was kind of, I'm like, the was going to fucking die. Uh, though the villain didn't really die in, no, yeah, he did in Captain Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's one thing where, do they kill him in the comics? No, because it's further thing for, like, uh, Reverse Flash in the Flash TV show. They didn't, they were like, he's dead. And you're like, what the shit? And they're like, nah, not really, because that's a stupid idea. Here he is, he's back. How's he back? We don't know, but we know he made a mistake. And screw that. Like, that works.
2: What's going on in that show? Is it, is anybody still watching that show? Yeah. The season's over. I am too. So what happened this season?
3: Um, did we get in the spoiler territory with that? We can't. Yeah, I, mean, it's
2: already... I have to ask your opinion, though, real quick, since you're
1: repping. Yep. Your opinion on them just throwing Godspeed in there
3: and changing him. For yeah. the audio listener, I'm holding up a middle finger right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. Because why? <laughs>
1: and he wasn't even a Flash villain. He's a future um, XS villain.
3: Like, oh, and, and XS, by the way, people is XS is Barry and Iris's kid. Which, yeah. by the way, they had twins before. Or, 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 I think they had twins. Yeah, yeah, so they had twins, and now it's only. By the way, she is fucking hot. She's she is, my age. She I can super say that. <laughs> yeah, I, I can say that. Super hot. <laughs> um, but is the fact of there's only that's they only ki- that they only have one child cool? And the way they did it, I liked it. I really liked it, but Godspeed is a villain where you you do not. He's Flash. XS is the name of the, their kid who has Flash power, stuff like that, which is cool, purple and yellow lighting, that's cool, and uses her mom's old suit, which is cool. Um, I really liked XS. I'm not going to lie, though, like the ending, season finale, I cried as much as Kevin Smith did on season one finale.
1: Yeah, it, it <laughs> ends it ends strong. There, I, I felt yeah. like there were some lulls in the season. Um, yeah, but I really liked the fact that they went and they used Cicada as a villain versus another speedster. So,
3: I mean, they. Mm, mm, I don't know cause it, okay, spoiler for all those out there, we're already kind of past it. Fuck it, spoiler alert, whatever the hell you want to say. I don't want to get. I already got enough Game of Thrones fans pissed off at me on Twitter. Um, is Reverse Flash was the overall arching villain? Yeah, true. Which is cool, like, and they're like, "Hey, yeah, like three episodes to the end," and it's like Reverse Flash is actually the main villain; he's the one being controlling everything, shit like that from the
2: future. But who's which Reverse Flash? Was it the one that's played by Doc or whatever that guy is that's always around?
3: Yeah, it was. Same,
1: it's the same guy that's played him in, since season one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's fucking
2: bummer. I like that dude.
3: Yeah, the, um, he plays um, Harrison Wells. I can't yeah. think of his damn. I love him though no, as an actor. He's really cool, and there's Harrison Wells—he's able to pull off so many different versions of him. Like he's really, really—he's a good actor. Yeah, yeah, so, and that, yeah. It's
2: really cool that he plays a different version of that character each season. I—I yeah. I liked. I really liked when he was evil. Like when he was evil. So maybe I'll watch it and I'll like it.
3: It's—he's scary as shit when he's evil. When yeah. You know, first fight, she's scary.
2: Yeah. I just don't first know where flash, they're. I,
3: thought, oh,
1: I just amazing. don't know where they're taking huh. that show now that Cisco's the Cisco's leaving the show. Like, what, he's leaving? yeah, he's leaving the show. Dude, you could tell. What I, the fuck that, else is that guy going to do? I don't know. Right? Dude, I think he's not a band, but it's terrible. I think Crisis is going to, Crisis is, the DC status quo for TV shows as we know them for the CW shows is going to be, is going to be shaken up after Crisis. Once they air their, their Crisis crossover, it's, it's going to fuck a lot of shit up.
3: Which is, that's going to be the best thing to hit DC TV since the Unjustice, or the Justice League cartoon.
2: Uh, hold on, did you watch Titans?
3: Wait, uh, which, Titans, because we got like DC Universe Titans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Well, I'm talking like mainstream TV, not the streaming service. But yeah, I did watch Titans. I did. <laughs> I was about to say, Titans fucking blows all that shit away. It does. It's sort of Thing? Yeah.
2: Mm, fuck them. Fuck, fuck them. They better bring that back. They better actually, you know...
3: Well, not- I heard why, and it makes sense.
2: Because of the tax shit and all that stuff in that state, and they couldn't do it down there because of that. And
3: Well, it's also... DC Universe is in a flux right now. That's also half the other reason. It's because DC Universe, that streaming service, is to so anyone who doesn't know, Warner Brothers is doing their own streaming service here in the next year or so. yeah. So DC Universe is going to move from where they're at and move to that. And so while they're planning on moving, switching everything over and then doing the walk while they're fixing everything with that bullshit, they're working on that, so they don't want to mess up their show. So that's one of the reasons why they said they canceled it. And then they come out and find out it's also tax stuff too. Yeah. Which it sucks. And that's not going to be helpful. But they're moving over, so they don't want to, like, in the middle of the move, mess up things and don't show love. There's a certain show and whatnot, which is why Titans Season 2 is taking forever.
2: Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that, though. i uh, I yeah. really looking. Doom Patrol was awesome, too. Um, yeah. they, need, they need to just throw that shit on whatever streaming service they're going to do and not take a break. Because you know that's what they're going to do. they just yeah. gonna throw it on the WB streaming service.
3: Well, like, Young Justice is finally coming back. That's cool. yeah, I'm Yeah. As hell. I love... That was my first comic book.
2: Uh, I remember DC Young Justice, shit. yeah. I remember when they school. first did it back in the day in D.C. Where they uh, made the um, Teen Titans young. Super young.
3: Yeah. Oh, God, yeah.
2: When Dead Man was on the team and shit. I think it was called Sins of Youth.
3: Oh, shit. Anyway, yeah.
1: uh, fucking... Yeah. I just... I don't know. Like I said, they've already kind of set the seeds for what is going to happen in Crisis because of like the the way Arrow ends. They kind of set up Crisis, and you know they give it away that Oliver Queen's going to die in Crisis. They did that,
3: in the, uh, yeah. They did that in the crossover already this year.
1: Yeah. Well, he he makes that deal, and then you, but you don't know what it is, and then pretty much the last scene of of Arrow, you see what it is when Felicity goes away with him. So yeah, that's and that's why they canceled Arrow. Now, or Arrow's only going to be ten episodes next season. No, oh, it's less. And then I think Batwoman's going to pick up that slack. But I definitely think the TV shows are going to get shaken up in a major way after after Crisis.
3: I will bet. I mean, I loved Arrow, and I still love Arrow because Arrow. I I love Arrow. I love Green Arrow too as a character in the comics, but. I don't think you're going to see Supergirl in her own Earth anymore. You're going to see Supergirl in with theirs. Everything yeah. is going to be taken. So that's how they're going to do it. If they don't do that, they're idiots. But in the same sense of, I think you're it's going to be a 50-50 shot of the DC TV universe going the shit or surviving. I don't know. Because in Crisis on Infinite Earth, as everyone knows, and if you're watching this, you definitely know, Supergirl and Flash die. But if you're only making a Green Arrow, that would be interesting. It'd be cool. We're not going to see Wally West take up the mantle in the Flash TV show because that actor has had so many things going on with him in his personal life, which he won't say, which respect. And so he's taken a giant break from the show, and then he went to Legends, and now he's taking another break. So we, know, who knows? He won't say what's going
2: on? Huh? He won't say why he's leaving? No.
1: He suddenly developed a baboon-watching masturbation fetish.
3: (laughs) (laughs) We've started a whole new porn fetish, guys.
1: (laughs) We live in the internet age. It's there already. We have have furries, for God's sakes. It's there already.
3: Don't remind me of that. (laughs) I got invited to go to one of those parties once. I'm good. Oh God.
1: Kyle heard uh, furries and he decided to rejoin us. I was about to say Kyle's all over that.
3: Yeah. <laughs> He's like, hey. <laughs> oh god. Yeah,
1: I, I now I'm, I'm back. back.
3: Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah, like, hey furries. <laughs> man, I don't know. I what's the next thing you got for us tonight, man?
1: What do you think of the uh Marvel purposely leaking their own shit? What do you mean? So they leaked a giant document that looked like it's a it's a government document, and a lot of it's like redacted and, and blacked out. But they talk about the children of the atom, and they have all, like all these like hidden messages in, in it, and and people are like going crazy over this this fucking document right now.
2: Publicity, Troy. huh? Smart. It's fucking yeah. smart. Yeah, it's
0: publicity.
3: It's true. It is 100% publicity. It is.
0: Why let other people leak it out when you can leak your own hints out?
2: Fucking it.
3: Yeah. That's exactly it.
0: Yeah. Now that it does, it, 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 it fucks up people like us who try to speculate and figure it out when they could just do it themselves.
3: Yeah, pretty much. And it's like, especially Children of the Atom, because they already know that's X-Men. Yeah. I, I don't, I didn't read anything about that. I didn't hear anything about that. That's new. Was that today? Like just like today. Yeah, yes. Yesterday. Yesterday. So oh, do they,
2: do they, they got to completely reboot that universe, right?
3: That oh yeah. They already
2: said they're going to X-Men.
0: Yeah. They, they said after they do this next run of movies, I think like 2025 is what they're aiming for. Mm.
1: I personally think they show up before that. I think you're going to start getting
3: hints way before that. I don't know. I know we're going to... You know what? I did find out about something, though. We're going to see a comeback of, not the X-Men, but certain Inhumans, let's say the least.
0: It's about to come back.
3: I'm
2: cool with that. Yeah? You know why? Yeah, because they're going to be part of this whole Eternals
3: rollout. Uh, no, I didn't know that part. I was saying because of the um, Avengers video game coming out.
2: Well, so they're doing this whole thing. The whole plan with the Eternals is to bring in a bunch of those cosmic characters... So they're bringing in like planets. They're gonna bring in like Adam Warlock. Supposedly Thanos is gonna his gonna be part of the Eternal Race, but he had a, a genetic you know thing that caused him to be like he is. Douchebaggery. Yeah, um, they're gonna bring in like Hercules, the God. They're gonna bring in uh, everybody's saying they're gonna bring in Silver Surfer too. Um, there's a couple other characters that they're gonna bring in that all part of this Eternals rollout. Uh, There was another one. God. Anyways. So it's smart. It's really smart. Uh,
1: The the one thing that makes me think that we're going to see these characters before a 2025 rollout is all the hints you're dropping. All of a sudden you have the rock talking about potentially playing a role in the Fantastic Four. And people are talking about that. So you're having all these hints being dropped now by these these actors because he's talking about his black Adam stuff. And then he starts talking about doing lunch with Kevin Feige and how he's got, you know, he's potentially got a role in the fantastic four and people are coming out and saying, well, it's, you know, don't get too excited because it's about the equivalent of Vin Diesel's work in guardians of the galaxy. So it just makes <laughs> you think that he's going to be like the voice or he's going to be, um, um,
2: the motion capture ben, guy,
1: Ben, ben Grimm before Damn. he becomes the thing and then just voice him after that. He'll be motion-captured and cgi like kind of like um, Bradley Cooper is with Rocket Raccoon.
2: My biggest fear about Fantastic Four stuff is that they're going to do Dr. Doom right out the box. They need to lay off that. They need to just chill on the Dr. Doom stuff.
3: Well, I that, this goes back to the MCU villain is Dr. Doom, I think would be better MCU villain than Norman Osborn.
1: I mean, yeah,
2: but you got to have somebody that can write Dr. Doom correctly.
1: I think if yeah. you if he's their villain in their first standalone movie that's fine, but I think you you've got to you've got to introduce them in other movies first. Kind of like they did with like um uh Black Panther bringing him in in, in mm-hmm. Civil War. You sprinkle them in there before you haul off and give them his own movie, or them their yeah. own movies. You know,
3: it may make sense. It may yeah, you could do it because who's to say the Fantastic Four aren't around in the MCU right now? Who's to say all oh, this shit hasn't happened? It could be like, oh yeah, remember those scientists have four? Oh yeah, all five of them went to space and they got fucked up. So like, you could easily say that, but. I who knows.
1: Marvel wrote who themselves knows? in the perfect spot to bring in anything and explain anything they want because you've yeah. got that you've got three snaps well two snaps that are still unexplained in an endgame, the the Hulk snap and then Tony snap at the end. Yeah. So you don't know yeah. what the ramifications of those are yet. So they Marvel's sitting pretty to do whatever and write whatever the fuck they want right now.
3: The best one I heard was that they said that radiation was sent out from the snaps. And who's to say that didn't create mutants? Yeah, that's, that'd be cool.
1: That's been or the the quantum realm. All their use of the quantum realm didn't create mutants, mm-hmm. and there's there's a lot of theories about that. All
3: creating mutants. Yeah, I I'm really excited to see what's going to happen with that. Well, what you got next, man?
1: Uh, <laughs> that's all I've got. What do you you got? Anything else, Kyle? Kyle wants to hear more Zeus <laughs> <zoo> stories,
0: dude. <laughs> Those are awesome. You have to come back on and just do like a whole like zoo fucking uh, D- Dakota Zoo stories or something.
3: I do. De- I definitely will because there's people who I know who work at Warner Brothers that are like, "Oh, can we do a TV show?" And I'm like, "Well, I tried, and legally they said no. The zoo did, so we'll just do the illegal version on YouTube."
1: That's the so bat the Batman. Um, Matt you, you Reeves, know, it'll Batman. be. Um, Go ahead, Kyle. It'll be,
0: I said it'll be uh, Tales from the Penic Zoo. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes! The
3: it's, it's, it's
1: It's a different place.
3: Oh, yeah. It's in Missouri.
1: <laughs> Finish up on M- Matt Reeves' Batman leaks. What do you think of there being a female Alfred and just the sheer volume of villains they're talking about bringing to this movie?
3: They've already announced there is going to be a lot of villains. That's already been confirmed by the, the director, uh, Matt Reeves. But the thing is, we got to take these with a grain of salt. These ones, you definitely—I don't—I I don't want to call them leaks. If they do female Alfred, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> um,
2: I agree. Really stupid.
3: It doesn't make any sense. Like, okay, cool. So you know, Thomas Wayne bone the shit out of her for one and then also too, like why
1: I, I just like the fact that she's a female wait, or female butler that Thomas Bo- Thomas Wayne also all of a sudden just commits infidelity like you just know you, you, I mean, you know you know it. just know he rocked it's
3: that it's rich people what do you want it's rich older folk. it's a rich like rich family generations handed down and shit like that you no, come on
1: and that's going to be, like, the story where Bruce has an older bastardized brother. and
3: Yeah, screw that.
1: No, I'm okay no. with it. As long as the villains are, like, if you see them in the background or they're not, like, as predominant in the film, then that that's fine. Like, kind of like what they did with some of them in Gotham.
2: We're going to get Court of
3: Vows. Eventually. Or Dope. Arkham Asylum. Or Arkham Asylum. I'd rather take Arkham Asylum. Make a live-action version of the Arkham Asylum video game, and you're fine. I'd rather take Court of Owls like for the first, the first.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I don't know. Court of Owls is amazing. Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo's Court of Owls is brilliant. But Gotham tried doing it, and I kind of ruined it for me for a little bit. And I'm like, uh,
0: well, Yeah, but they ruined a lot of things, though. So.
3: Yeah, I, I like if it's, done, if
0: it's done right, I think it'll be one of those stories that'll will put it put DC back in the running.
2: I really think that that, you know what, I'll, I gotta, I'll say it again. I really think it's going to be Court of Owls.
3: I, I think that's what it's going to be. If you put a bunch of villains in there, that'd be weird to do Court of Owls. Because like, here's a bunch of classic Batman villains, but it's not, because I already said there is. So it's not about them, though. It's about the Court of Owls, something ma- mainstream people have never seen, but cla- but good like hardcore fans know about. Or regular combo fans know about, but like mainstream in the sense of just moviegoers don't know. It's
2: about a it. great fucking story, man.
1: It it's is. a great story. But you just have it be like the Flash season where they're the the ones pulling the strings in the background the entire time.
3: Yeah, i dig that. I would dig that hard. I would really. And it's female Alfred come in. All right, what the hell's female Alfred's name? Yeah, right. Like Athena. Alfreda. Athena. Jesus. Like, What's it? Alfredo.
1: Oh, and she's black. Like oh, Alfredo. No. <laughs> Alfredo. Alfredo. It's Aquafina, and she's played by the actress Aquafina. <laughs>
3: there you go. I think, oh yeah, it's a butler named or a maid. It'd be a maid. It's like, oh, it's a maid named Aquafina. And I'll just think immediately Queen Latifah. I don't know why. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it's like that would be an amazing Alfred. What happened, Queen Latifah's Alfred?
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, I don't know. I like that one. I'd be like, I want to see this, but I just want to see it for two minutes, and that's it. Uh, oh shit! I, I, I think you, it's gonna be good. I, I'm very quickly before we go, guys. I know we're nearing the end. Yeah. Is what are your takes on the Avengers video game?
0: I think it looks like trash. I don't have a take on it because I don't play video games. Uh, yeah, I'm
1: with Kyle. I
0: Damn think it, it looks all like right, trash.
1: Well,
3: <laughs> no, it looks good. Like, no, it okay. doesn't.
1: It looks, like mo- it looks like a mobile game.
3: It okay. Looks- there is a little bit of that, but it's pre-alpha for one. For two, everyone was like, okay, the Spider-Man game, it looks all right. And then they'll go to Spider-Man and PS4 became. What am I t- like? Holy shit.
1: Yeah, but your your character, their character design is is just bad, and it's why but, why wouldn't you have them look but, more like the people in the movies? I guess if you can't get light like, or likeness but, rights, it's just not.
3: No, did you hear what they're doing though? Is you're gonna be able to play as the characters and whatnot, but you're able to customize your own version, so different armor pieces, different style looks from all over comics. Basically, what they did in the Spider-Man game they're doing that with the Avengers. Yeah. So you can make them look like. So I'm like, that's cool, because the costume eyes, like they look pretty all right. Like Thor, I'm like, iffy. But like if you're able to make your own Avenger how you want, that's pretty fucking cool.
1: Give me Ultimate Alliance 3. A good Ultimate Alliance 3, not the bullshit they're putting out on Switch. Give me a good yeah. Ultimate Alliance 3 over this Avengers game, and I'm a happy camper.
3: Nope, I'm down with the Avengers game, man. I think it's going to be like the new Spider-Man. And they're connecting them, apparently, too. So definitely... Yeah. Nah. No, I'm 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 part of the one percent. God damn it. All right. I fair mean, enough. Kyle, you, your intake was much appreciated. <laughs> as it as
1: it goes along in production, it might get better, but from what they showed at E three, I'm not I'm not sold. I'm not on board right now. It
3: Man <sighs> I'm a supporter. I believe I, I in the Avenger.
1: For the love of God, Captain America looks like any goddamn creator character and any game ever in that trailer so he looks like he's just yeah. like base creative character start out the gate so
3: that's sad but, but i mean as i was saying though before is they're gonna probably bring in inhumans because that generator thing is apparently a terrigen generator that'd be interesting <sighs> see i mean an explosion causes a flux of inhumans like that'd be fucking cool if Cause they made it about two years ago in production, so that's when the Inhumans were at their prime. Of that Marvel's, like, we can't have the X Men, so Inhumans.
1: You don't so, think? I mean, the Inhumans TV show bombed. You don't think Inhumans is a hard sell with a lead character and and their leader who doesn't even fucking talk?
3: No, they're not a hard sell <laughs> if you're part of if you make them part of the fucking universe and actually have them interact with the Marvel universe, like Avengers and stuff like that. And oh, a la Fantastic Four. If you have them interact with them guys, which they first appeared in, by the way, yeah. then it would make sense. The Inhumans on their own can be cool, but you got to do it right. You have to do it right. Like, um, Karnak is cool. I'm, I'm trying to think, like, Lockjaw. Lockjaw fucking sells, man. He sells money. And so, like, if you do Inhumans, that would be really cool with the Avengers. I think that's really going to sell it for a lot of people. And then especially hardcore comic book fans that are going to be playing this. Unlike Kyle but oh don't get me wrong this game is going to sell
1: and it's going to sell like gangbusters but just from what they've showed at the E3 I'm not I'm not sold on it I'll wait until more development comes but it just it does not look it doesn't look like half of what what Spider-Man on PS4 was
3: not yet not yet alright well we got anything else guys that's it
1: nothing else for Kyle anything else I'm gonna embarrass my wife. I think. Why?
0: So, what? Why? She told me. She told me a story, and it's just, I, it's just a story that's worth repeating.
1: Okay, go for it. So,
0: she's been gone for the last few days in Cali. Our, you know, the the awesome band that does our opening, they got to open up for Billy Joe's band, The Longshot.
1: Oh, you didn't get to go they with her. I didn't go. Uh, I, I, that's what I'm saying. You didn't get to go with her.
0: No, she went. She went without me. So she got to go be a rock star for four days,
1: or just sit on the side
0: of the stage. But she was telling me they were at this little club, and she she got to hung out with them, and she she talked to his wife, and you know they hung out, the, you know, side of the stage. She just thought that was cool. She didn't get an autograph or anything because she just thought it was weird. But what she did get to do was she had to go to the bathroom she went upstairs to where the bathrooms were she waited and waited and waiting and she's getting pissed she's like fuck i gotta go to the bathroom it's so bad get the fuck out of the bathroom she's like 15 minutes later go by billy joe walks out of the bathroom they make eye contact and he gives her like a face and like looks down at the ground and scurries off and so she runs in to go to the bathroom
1: you're taking sick of massive sh- shit huh
0: he took a massive shit. and He got she oh got to breathe in the Billy Joe Armstrong funk. <laughs> Tell me that's not better than an autograph.
1: She hotboxed <laughs> the shit. He hotboxed the shit out of her. It's
0: breathing in the stink. <laughs> oh,
2: that's awesome. <laughs> she, should, she should have live streamed it. Uh, the, yes, live hey yes,
0: live streamers
1: smelling think. some fucking shit. Oh
0: my God. Yeah. <laughs> But how many people get to say they, they got to breathe in Billy Joe Armstrong's fucking uh, microscopic fecal matter? Hey, yeah, what's right. up, everyone?
1: Welcome to my channel. Remember to like, subscribe. I'm here in the bathroom <laughs> where Billy Joel just took a giant shit, and, and I'm breathing it in right now. All right, remember to yeah. like, subscribe, hit that notification button, and we'll see you next time. <laughs> <sighs> fucking YouTube right there. To
3: all you the would make... Five million followers—you'd, you would, you'd go insane <laughs> on YouTube. You'd blow up so hard. That's fucking ridiculous.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh my god!
0: I just had to throw that out there because you know what? Uh, how many people get to say that?
2: That's yeah, true, uh, oh, that was I good.
1: That was good. She should have <laughs> got like a guitar autograph for you or something. What she should have done was taken like a Ziploc bag and like. <laughs> Just a little around <laughs> and <it right> up. <laughs> A little
2: jar. A little jar. Yeah, yep. oh, that's hard a jar man.
3: I oh I'd I'd be weirded out if I walked in your house and be like, hey, yeah, that's Billy Joel's like shit, it, they know, sell what? for a
2: lot in fucking Japan. It would it, just be on the shelf. They sell for a lot in Japan.
3: It grows fungus. <laughs> Green Day front drunk, man's Joel. bathroom
2: funk. <laughs> 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 oh, uh, I just uh, uh, Late night shit. Yeah.
0: Mm hmm.
1: God damn it. She's got the name of the uh, club, uh, the <laughs> address, the date, the time. What he Kind of like, for like what everybody
0: did for Kobe last game. They Everybody yeah. took the Ziploc bags and filled it full of air. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: Jesus. You open it and you're you like, eat? oh, he had Chinese for dinner.
2: <laughs> it smells oh like God. a hit album you just like crack it just crack it real quick like the, like little stink bombs just crack it you know whiff kind of like you know like when you go to the dispensary and you're you're smelling <laughs> like the new weeds and they're kind of they do this to you like
0: dookie
2: dookie from the creator of the album
1: dookie <laughs> god oh that's fantastic
3: All
0: right.
1: uh, I,
0: figured I figured that'd be a
1: good note to end on All right. yeah well, shit okay. guess that's where we're <laughs> going to end our show it's a fantastic note to end on Kyle to go ahead and tell everyone listening where they can find you where they can catch your podcast
3: cool yeah if you guys want to follow the podcast uh, which we do recommend you can follow the comic chronicle podcast on iTunes Spotify Stitcher and dot if you want to follow me I'm at dakotamorgan3 on twitter and at dakota underscore morgan97 on instagram and if you want to follow the fancorp network which I'm a little bit part of and nerd Balls, both of which are at fancorp Net- at real fancorp and then at nerd at Balls on twitter and instagram and then fancorp network on youtube and facebook and if you tune into the youtube channel we do like video game playthroughs every now and then and for lifelong friends of mine we all play video games with each other so Thanks. yeah there you go. But stay tuned for the Comic Chronicle podcast because we got some really cool people coming up in there, too. And also, we have a incredible fucking backlog. So go ahead and take a look.
2: Thank good, you. man. Very cool. That's awesome.
1: But guys, I want to thank everyone for hanging out in the chat. It was a good night, as always, in the chat. We thank each and every one of you for, for hanging out with us every Friday night and, and being part of the show. Um, well, I want to thank Dakota for coming on and, and kicking it with us. And It was good hearing some of his, his horror stories from his... Place of employment. I know Kyle's yeah. got some takeaways.
3: <laughs> Kyle's got some good stories there. It was a blast, man. It but, was a blast having like thanks, guys, for having me on. Absolutely, like, MegaCast has been one of those uh, wanted to get back with you guys so bad, but then it's like, oh, man. you guys did MegaCast too, Comic Con, like fuck.
1: <laughs> we actually didn't end up doing that, MegaCast two. It never that's, ended up working. Uh-uh. That's a that's a story for a different day.
3: All right. I mean, yeah, but you guys were a blast. I really love you guys' work, too. It's a fun show. It's really fun to be on here, too. It's an honor to be on.
1: Thanks. We appreciate it, man. But, um, guys, if this is your first time finding us and you're watching on YouTube, make sure to hit that like and subscribe button. If you're listening to Quit. this on Monday on the replay on any of your favorite podcasting networks, make sure to hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. It helps us with the algorithm. But for this week's episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast, I'm Matt. I'm Kyle. I'm Brian. And I'm Dakota. Actually, one real quick last thing before we go. Don't forget, we are still doing our giveaway for that uh, poster, the um, Neil Adams signed Green Lantern Green Arrow poster.
0: That reminds me. But before next episode, if you message me on Facebook or Twitter and you tell me what my buddy Chuck gave me for my birthday. I will enter you in the contest to win the poster.
1: This week, there you go, that's one way. Another way to get in this week is tell us down in the comments below on this video or on the Facebook post, how long do you think Dakota and that, that monkey actually locked eyes while he was jacking off? Give us, a, give us a rough estimate of how long that eye lock was. I think that's, I think that's a fantastic way to enter that. But yeah, um, I can't tell but you gotta tell us off air so we (laughs) yeah we won't make you incriminate yourself so
0: whoever's closest
1: (laughs) guys we hope you like the new layout we hope you like the new layout I'm sorry we were late getting things started but um yeah that's it for this week's episode and we will see